here we have the man of the machine. Welcome back to this week's episode of Man of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. I'm DJ. And today we are slightly out of order because I think last time it was Craig then Jake. But oh no! Now what are we now they'll be do? confused. No, I'm pretty sure I sat here both times. Well, you're on the bed um, both times, but I don't know. It might have been the same order actually. Yeah, because yeah. I remember. I know Craig I was last. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always been. You us. know what, Kevin? I think you're wrong. All right. Well, we'll yeah. look it up because so far I'm with Jake on this. So far, I'm pretty correct about my estimations because I am two for two on Rotten Tomato scores. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of them you would have had like dead perfect, but you went something different. No, I goofed it. But and oh, also there, I, there's one where I like it was like 82, 83, and I was like, oh, should I go eighty four? Nah. And if I did, yeah. I would have been right on the money. I, I said I would have gone. I said eighty three. He said eighty two. He went under me. I was like, did you prices right me? And I was like, oh, Craig, you better not prices right me too. And you should have. Yeah, I should. should have. The um. I didn't actually look up the one for this movie, so uh, actually, it's game. a really good point. I have the wiki open. And I'm going to minimize it because it's probably right on there on the side where it tells you. Yeah, it'd be in the review, like, the uh, well, reception section. Yeah, but sometimes it does that synapses oh, yeah. and it'll oh. throw it in that. So if we have anything to know about Evil Dead, we'll just guesstimate and hope we get it right. Uh, otherwise, that's what we're doing. Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead Dose. Which is really just Evil Dead Rid. It's, it's Evil Dead Brotherhood. They, uh, they wanted to make it more accurate to the manga. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Evil Dead had some sort of they had to. They had to go through the beginning part sorry, just is, to get everyone catched up. I will up, say but. it is more of a sequel than I remembered it being, because I thought it was more there, of a remake than a sequel. But there is a very clear point where movie one ends and movie two yeah, ends. And, that's like and it's five, within the first five minutes. It's like five minutes, like five minutes yeah. in. Which was caught me off guard because when we talked about this last year i said you know oh evil the two and and that was what was said a lot oh it's it's kind of like a remake of the first one no one ever said I mean, it was there's a direct... definitely elements of the first one that are retconned out yeah, yeah no one ever said it's a direct remake but i will say this i'm not even gonna say they retconned anything i so we can start with the movie because i'm gonna take a minute to say this part the movie opens with the basically a really 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 quick synopsis of one they show up at the cabin except for now it's just uh, Bruce Campbell and his girlfriend. Yep. She Ash gets and Linda, I think was her name. Yep, yep. They get uh, the monster comes in through the window, grabs her out. He walks... yeah, he plays the tape like first thing. That's what he oh, does. Oh yeah. right. He walks in. Hey, she goes to her room to change, and he's like, Oh yeah. There's a tape recorder on the table. Let <laughs> me grab this bottle of champagne, but before we open it, let me check let's this. See, let's check for any messages. Um, <laughs> Maybe someone called us while we were. He obviously here. it says the whole backstory, almost the whole thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, if it's the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead, uh, was a relic excavated from the ruins of the ancient civilization of Kandar, which I'm pretty sure is made up. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Sure. Um, you tell me that there aren't there aren't really Kandari demons in the world. Well, there oh, might be, but I'm sorry to tell you this, but I'm pretty sure. No. I'm pretty sure it's established. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's established in Ash vs. Evil Dead that they're all in Florida, which makes a lot of sense. I would believe they're all in Florida. Ash. <laughs> Ash is almost the definition of Florida man. So yes, <laughs> I I really want to watch. Well, we'll get to that at the end, but uh, based off this movie. So he does that. It does the chant, and the monster comes, the spirit, the ghost, the, the, the Kandarian demon. Yeah, it takes the woman out. He goes out. Oh, she's demon. So, so is it actually a Kandarian demon? I know, I know that the doctor says it is, but is it just? Isn't it just a deadite? Well, the demon possesses. Like, if the demon gets you, it turns you into one of the things, and it doesn't just have to possess one person at a time. Yeah. Once, once it can possess you, it can possess you at any time. Okay, yeah. so it's kind of like a fragment of itself, pretty much a Horcrux, if you will. 
That was to get Frankie to listen. Right. I was just putting but a little line according, out there according for to, According to what the movie puts down, the thing at the end that's in attacking the cabin is, is like the, the demon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, he, he knocks her head off with the shovel. He buries her. He gets wiped away. So the, that scene right there, if you remember the end of Evil Dead 1, he turns around and goes, they, they, they did, importantly, remove the tree rape. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, so so here's what I will say about the whole retcon thing. I And this is why I wanted to zoom through that first five minutes. The movie does, too. So. I would actually love it if every movie that was a sequel did this. Did a five-minute scene that was literally just stupid condensed version of the first movie. I mean, every Back to the Future movie starts off in the last ten minutes of the previous movie. See, that's awesome. I don't like Back to the Futures, but that's awesome. Like, if 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 the Winter Soldier opened up with, instead of that, well, okay, I don't want to change anything about the Winter Soldier, but it's the first movie that came to mind. <laughs> it opened up with that super awesome boat scene where he fights Jean-Claude. And, or not Jean-Claude. Uh, Pierre, um, shit, the UFC Pierre fighter. Garçon? Almost. <laughs> it's the UFC fighter, Jean-Luc. No, that's Picard. John, John, John Pierre Paul. Pierre Paul. There it is. We got there. Um, Jean Pierre Paul. That one's awesome. But I'm just saying, if instead the first five minutes was like skinny guy, buff guy, punches Red Skull, then he's in the water. I would have bet. I would love that in every sequel ever. If you just gave me the previously on Dragon Ball Z, that is basically I, what it is. I would love. That's what it felt like. And, and it, then they, you know, they recreate the last shot from Evil Dead One, exactly. and then it keeps. But expands. Back when uh, Gugo and Christian Stewart must fight because Virginia was acting to Mickey. <laughs> what is he just saying? It's a reference from a YouTube. I don't yeah. know. Did I get something? Only cartoons. Dragon's Ball PP. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Dragon's Ball PP always was a little too far on the on the uh, what I like to call Tim and Eric type humor. It was just a little too far for me. And I love Tim and Eric. I'm not disrespecting that genre, but... I think... So, so you're saying it was too much of a YouTube poop? If that's a term, then yes. It was too YouTube poop. You poop. It was too you poop So YouTube me. poop was a thing, like, back... Kind of near the earlier stages of YouTube, right? Probably like 2009, 2010. This is for Albert, who is too young to have known YouTube uh, And it was basically where, like, you took a... Uh, you know, like a cartoon or There were some, some very commonly used ones, yeah. like uh, the CDI Zelda games, mm -hmm. uh, the and Mario cartoons. You basically just, oh, you would, you'd either, you know, dub in your own dumb dumb words, or you would dub in random memes from the internet at the time okay. over lines. Or sometimes you'd just take lines from the actual thing and repeat them in hilarious mm -hmm. ways. Yeah. Like, like, like whenever, Luigi whenever you would just be like, Spaghetti! Yeah. And like, whenever you hear me and DJ go like, the princess will marry the bagel! The that's bagel! From, that's from a YouTube group. Don't know any of that. The princess will marry Chad Warden. I spent, so about the time you guys were YouTube pooping, I was playing Halo 3 I was and hanging Modern out Warfare 2 about 10 hours a day. Did you finish the fight? The fight? Yeah, in Halo 3. That was the tagline. Finish the fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I finished the fight. Well, that's good because then they made Halo 4, so you didn't finish the fight. Yeah, because oh you didn't God. finish it. Halo wow, you didn't do so your bad. job well. God damn it. Wow. Halo 4 wasn't very good, and I didn't even try 5. Uh, but yeah, that that internet, the, the, the golden age of the internet, some would say, <laughs> I was playing Xbox. So I missed a lot of good stuff. I missed a lot that's of That's his way of stuff. saying he was a bro back then. No, be, it was playing Xbox being a bro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. you know what? I'll take it. Because, yeah, I was being a super... I would play uh, Forge on Halo 3. Did any of you guys do that? Uh, Halo... Th did I play Halo? I can't remember if it was Halo 2 or Halo 3. That was my well, Halo, Halo. Uh, Halo 2 is like the, the, the greatest. 
But Halo 3 had a thing called Forge where you could build your own maps. It was all that. It was that the early stages of letting you build your own shit yeah. in those kind of games. Yeah, I think Halo and 2 we and Modern do... Warfare was the, uh, the end of my Xbox Pro career. Uh, Modern Warfare, the original? Yeah. yeah, okay, then it was Halo 2. Yeah, because Modern Warfare 2 and Halo 3 were about the same time. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, evil. So Dead. they they retconned out Ash's well, sister so I, and I the other. I prefer instead to call it a retcon because of what I was saying. Just giving you a summary of like, hey, you didn't yeah. need to know that. I mean, well, so oh, yeah, because those characters would all be dead anyway. Yeah. They don't matter. Right, so I'm yeah. trying to think of my knowledge from Ash vs Evil Dead because they never mentioned his sister in Ash vs Evil Dead either. I don't think. Oh well, yeah, I don't think Ash vs Evil Dead cares too much about what happened in Evil Dead One either. So. Yeah. Um, I do know the TV show on Netflix. They reuse the actress that played his sister, and they have like a humorous line as a Deadite, and they have a humorous line referring back to that, but I don't think it's like canon. Yeah. It's more so just a nod to the fans. Yeah, it's like yeah. that line that uh, I said, make like a tree and get fucked. <laughs> yeah, she says that. Oh my goodness. They say that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> She's the one that gets fucked by the tree, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's gonna happen, okay? Hey. These trees do things, all right. And even in this movie, you get another—it's—it's it's a little rapey, rapey, but it's not, but as not as nearly rapey. as rapey as the first one. It was no. very Japanese, is how I would describe that scene. Tentacles, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Especially like, when it went in the mouth, it did. Hey. Well, yeah, that was naughty. But it even did the uh, Hellraiser type under the skin stuff mm. with the t- oh. I love Hellraiser. There's a, yeah, Has the, someone here not seen Hellraiser? I haven't seen it. <gasps> We've already picked for the next one, but... Yeah, well, you could change. No, no, no. You're the last yeah, person. That'll be, that'll be like, a, that'll be like an afterword. The movie we'll you picked Craig. is better than Hellraiser anyway. But we'll show Craig Hellraiser as an afterword. I will not comment on that because I have not seen his movie. I but, will, oh, in about two weeks, I'll let you know. I will comment one thing. I was watching a Watch Mojo list uh, <laughs> recently, and Jacob's Ladder did come up as a... On the top list of best psychological horrors of all time. Yeah, I believe that. It's got a super big uh, uh, critical reception yeah. slash following around it. I haven't seen it, so I'm excited. The main character gets raped by the sisters a lot. Spoiler alert. It's a different movie. I think that's a Shawshank oh, okay. Redemption spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> also, I haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. Wait, for real? Yeah, I've never seen Shawshank. Oh, I wish so I could tell you good. that Andy Dufresne <laughs> fought off the sisters. I... I <laughs> I just never saw it because it's just a very long, intense movie that I would have to watch with a friend. That's not a that sit movie, down with your wife movie. I no, mean, it is. I've sat down with Chrissy a lot and watched yeah, it. You that movie doesn't feel stuff. long to me. Like, whenever I watch it's that like movie, three it, hours long. it is a very long movie, oh, yeah. but it doesn't feel long. It feels to me. shorter than Green Mile. Well, yeah. It's the same length, yeah. I think. It Green Mile is the longest movie of all time, as far as. Uh, Green Mile, but Green Mile has a lull in it where Shawshank never does. Fair enough. Never seen it. Can't speak to it. All I can say is Green Mile. No, that's what we're going to do in August. We're going to do three-hour movies that everyone thinks are critically acclaimed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll do. It'll be great. <laughs> Titanic. Here we come. I actually have the two VHS thing downstairs. It. It's the worst thing ever. You. It, it's apparently I haven't watched it. Apparently, it's at like a really pivotal scene too. Like I don't it's remember. it's it's like at like one of these big climactic moments. Like let's say drawing so, her naked or something, and it's just black screen. Please put in VHS. The problem too. with Titanic is I'm sure if I had watched it for the first time now, I would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But I watched it for the first time when I was like seven, and, and you just got it, real bored. By it, it ruined. Like, it. Like yeah, when is the ship gonna goddamn sink? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't movies, care like, about movies Leo. like that aren't things you show a seven year old and expect them to ever care about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that this Leo guy isn't gonna catch on with anyone anyway. So. <laughs> He's not even that charming. <laughs> I look better than him. <laughs> yeah. As a seven-year-old, I probably thought I did. Because he was basically seven. 
Yeah, Kevin, and we all know Kevin was feeling himself at seven. I was. I mean, he myself. was. He was like one hundred percent floppy hair's ninety guy. Floppy oh, hair yeah. nineties guy at the time. Oh yeah. I mean, he kind of was that up until still is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I'm not a Leo fan, so I'm not going to. I love. To I, I enjoy like Shutter Island. I love. I love Wolf of Shutter Wall Street. Island. Shutter Island would have been a good pick for this. <laughs> yeah. I th- Has someone not seen Shutter Island? No, I think we've all seen. Oh Shutter. yeah, I've seen oh, it. Okay. I, I have seen not seen it. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. I've not seen Shutter Island. That's I, a good twist. I, I know the twist. Well, now we're watching it now. Yeah, we're starting this for next year. So. Yeah, yeah, that's all this is. I, I do think it's weird that he got a, the, the whatever. The Oscar for being raped by a bear? No, the, the award for um The Revenant. Yeah, the Oscar for being raped yeah. by a bear. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I watched it in, like, I was watching it and I realized, wait. They just made a movie out of a book I read in high school. It's also the most... This is just Hugh Glass. It's the most boring movie you'll ever see in your life. That movie is literally just sick guy getting dragged through the snow. Because he gets attacked by the bear in the first 30 minutes and you're just like, I don't know what to do for the next two hours. The book was actually better because it's all about how, like, it goes a lot into, like, the history of the country and, like... The the native tribes, the trappers, and it's all this. I don't want to rent on your parade. But usually people don't say the book is worse than the movie. It's true. Like you said that like it was some big revelation. Like the uh, book was actually time. better than this movie. Well, because he got an award for it, and it was like, no. oh, did the movie win multiple Oscars or did he I get think it was his? Just Leo got the he, no, the director got an Oscar too. They got special effects for the bear. I know they got special effects because the big joke was because that got announced before Best Actor was that the bear is going to get the Oscar <laughs> over Leo. Um, I do know that that got that, but I yeah, the director might have gotten one too. But I will last point before we get back to Evil Dead. Every time Leo got quote unquote snubbed, he got beaten out. Like what Leo, what beat Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club. They're similar movies, I guess. And I he was dramatically better in that movie because the the main thing being Leo was being frat boy pretty guy as Leo can be. was really good in that. McConaughey movie, went. Fair. McConaughey was also really good in Wolf of Wall Street. He, he's really good. He's in only there for like five minutes, but he's he was really, really good, good in everything. McConaughey's one of my top five. I love Matthew McConaughey. But anyways, and so um, far he hasn't been accused of raping people. That's true. And hopefully he won't. Also, Not did you would. see? Oh, oh, give me two seconds, McConaughey, McConaughey, McConaughey. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> did you see that Kevin Spacey's accuser had to drop the lawsuit? Why? He will not overturn any evidence. Uh, so he tampered with the phone that supposedly had text messages and stuff proving. So and they said, what did you delete? And he went, oh, oh, I can't tell you that. And they went, you have to tell us that. And he said, drop the lawsuit. So you're saying that maybe he was lying about it? Either A, he was lying about Kevin it. Kevin sounds ready to give Spacey a pass. He's no, like, no, no. Oh my God, Spacey, you're back. Either, you're back well, in my he, life, buddy. He had way more than that one guy. But either he was lying about it or... Or there was something more embarrassing. He did worse. Aired out. Yeah, he did mm-hmm. worse. Um, neither of which is, is good. But no, Kevin Spacey had like 9, 10, 11, 12 people come out and go, he was inappropriate and an asshole. So no matter what, he's a bad dude. Mm-hmm. But that's spe- the worst of them all may not be, and that's kind of good to know. And that is a that is a reason though why like a lot of like rape victims don't come forward because they basically have to put their whole life under a microscope, and that's yeah. real intense to deal with. Yeah, I mean that's it's one... also you don't want to relive that. Yeah, and also the person always gets away with it. I mean, come on. We've seen it. Brock Turner is the most like, oh, ridiculous scenario. Oh, or the he, most recent one. three months. The mo- well, yeah. <laughs> the most recent one. Uh, the judge, actually, they petitioned, and the judge resigned, and so did the other judge. The guy who said, uh, in the middle of the court case, he comes from a really good family, and if he stays in college, he'll have a bright future. We can't convict him of this. Yeah, it was... That oh. was his quote. And they were like, excuse me? No, like that. There was 
pure evidence that he raped this girl. And he was like, but his family is so good, I can't convict him. And they petitioned and he stepped down. And he resigned, and the, there was another judge that was also kind of in the similar boat. He resigned as well. And the because of the resignation, it reopens the court case. So this kid will hopefully get convicted for... Who cares? Whatever the max sentence is. Rape is the worst thing you can do. I would rather be murdered than raped. No, that's not true. But I'm just saying, <laughs> rape is really I'd fucked up. I'd rather not have either of them, if yeah. we're being yeah. real here. Rape is really fucked up, and these people get away with it. And this one's really cool that he might actually... Uh, face the music, as as the kids would say. The sweet chin music. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> H-B-K. They think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. That's uh, Shawn Michaels, oh, greatest yeah, wrestler that... of all time. That's not me saying that. That's Heart... the majority of lists. The okay? heartbreak kid. He's the best. Evil Dead. We have not made it past the first five minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, right, but so... we got to those five minutes. It was so fast. Yeah. So the, the the scene that they were talking about is at the end where Ash is going towards the car yeah. and the deadite is coming at him. The like, uh, the camera, the Sam Raimi, the Raimi cam. cam yeah. Just, yeah. Which Chase. they do a lot more Raimi cam in this movie and the Raimi cam is awesome. They movie. do it like five or six times. So I can't remember. Yeah. I think you explained last time how Raimi cam is done. but Yeah, it's like a dolly attached to... A rope on a string? Pull! 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 No, uh... I can't remember exactly I choose to believe I think it's a car. I choose to believe that it is a dolly tied to Ted Raimi and they make him just run. Run, Ted. Run, Ted. Run. <laughs> so, I do love this Raimi cam because... Oh, it's the most ridiculous. It just chases him everywhere. Oh, no, no, no. First. No, this is the one where they yeet him. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He gets yeeted first. He's doing, like, barrel rolls. Yeah, it's like him plans. in front of a green screen. And the, the effect is, is, like, he, like, the comically effect is spinning charmingly him. bad. Yeah. And he falls into this... Uh, mud puddle. It also does, which I thought was important. It also does the like um, his body breaking, like his neck snapping, like like uh, being possessed, like his head just whipping mm-hmm. aside to side. And that's important because when he smashes into a tree and falls face first, which the Raimi cam makes it seem like he's traveling forever. It does. In reality, he's about five feet away yeah. from the front door of the cabin. <laughs> yep. But he smashes the tree, lands in the water. Bubbles start blowing up, and when he comes up, he's all... He's a deadite. Yeah, he's all yep. deadite, and he's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. And then the sun comes up. And it makes him hopeful. Pulls the... Makes, well, number one, it makes him hopeful. Pulls all the smoke away, and this is where you find out, slash they use it over and over again in the movie, when the sun comes up, the deadites have to go away. Which is completely different from what they do in uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah, which... And I, even... And Army of Darkness. And Army of Darkness. Yeah, which I... Well, Army of Darkness, I, I, I haven't seen it, so I'm just asking... Wouldn't that get a pass because that's the first version of the Deadites? Like, that's he's the banisher of them, which would maybe change the rules. I suppose so. I'm but asking. Then those are the rules that end up sticking into Ash vs. Evil. Yeah, that's what I was going for. The... And actually, no, I think, I think the movie never actually says hard and fast. If it's daytime, the Deadites don't work. True. I think that... It's his assumption because he becomes normal again? I think it is his assumption, because we can see also later in the movie, he can become normal again if he just gets the emotional will to fight it. So. Right, right. Oh, do they use that in the next movie in F. She vs. Evil Dead? Does the um, deadite inside him linger? Not that I know of. I won't say much about that, but the hand does come back. Oh, the hand, oh okay. The, well, we'll get to the hand in a little Azure's bit. Evil Dead is really good. I've heard it's a really fun show, and it's got, what, like three or four seasons? Uh, this is in the very first episode, so it's not much of a spoiler, but... The whole premise of Ash vs. Evil Dead is he gets really drunk and accidentally reads Necronomicon again. Just for fun? Yeah. yeah. That's kind He's of just awesome. like, hey, I know a cool trick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me show you a thing or two. 
so yeah, so it makes. And then he fights Zena. Yes, the pre- the Wait, actual Zena or the actress Zena. Well, the actress who plays Zena. Got but it. Remember, Zena is also a Sam Raimi thing. So Lucy what? Lawless. Yeah, Zena the Princess Warrior, the show. Yeah. That's that's Sam Raimi and Roger Tapert. Had, same people behind this. So I had, don't they also do Hercules? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Disappointed! I love those shows. When I was a kid, my mom would watch them, and I thought they were the coolest things I'd ever seen. So you've been, Especially a, so you've been a Raimi fan since you were a wee lad. And I didn't even know it. Especially Xena's so, Circle Blades. What are those called? Chakram. Chakram. Chakrams. 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 Everybody loves Chakrams. <laughs> I thought Chakrams were smaller than that. Well, not Xena's chakram. Yeah, Xena gets mm. big chakrams. Or is that like she got some big voluptuous chakrams. Yeah, big chakras on but that yeah, lady. It is as close. Ash vs. Evil Dead is really pretty close to Ash vs. Xena. Mm-hmm. It's, it's as close as you're going to get. I'm very excited about that. Uh, so he gets up out of the water. He's all ghosty. And then the... Or dead ID. And in a few hours the sun will rise. Yeah. In a few yeah. hours the sun rises. And then so, in a few hours it'll set. Yep. Actually, a few minutes movie that, time. I was going to say, that was the weirdest thing. He it seemed up. supernatural how the sun set. Actually, yeah. I think that might be it. Okay. Because he, he, he turns back into himself, smoke goes away, he gets in the car, drives, sees that the bridge is knocked out, the sun sets, and he freaks out. Well, so when the sun the sets... The bridge isn't he, like knocked out either. That's a little bit... Uh, yeah. So when the sun sets, he sees coming from the bridge of death. Uh, yeah, the yeah, dead yeah. The, the ghosty bridge. And this is where we get the comical rainy oh, cam. Oh, yeah. The rainy so cam is great. He does a cool turnaround the car, floors it, hits a stump, goes flying through the windshield. And the Raimi cam chases the car, which yeah. is actually a really cool shot. That mm-hmm. one is nice, and it is kind of cool how the it shows it go through the back window and through the broken front window to continue to chase mm-hmm. him. And then it follows. And he's and then it follows. Yeah. Follows. What do you know? <laughs> uh, except in the most ridiculous way. It, uh, which it, fun it fact, Scooby-Doo's him through the house. Yeah, quick sidebar. It's again, though, a really good shot, though, because you can see that the house is like an actual set that they have yeah. mapped out. And also, out. yeah, this, yeah. All, this all was done in one, one shot. Too. Yeah. yeah. There's no cut. Uh, quick sidebar: When uh, Ash goes through the front windshield, apparently, when my little, when my older brother was like two-ish, or like a, a young toddler but bigger than a baby, he, uh, mom and dad were driving up to Maya Cindy's, and uh, they got into a car accident, and they ran into a tree, and Andy, his car seat was broken, and he went through the windshield, Whoa, and so- literally like. His head hit the windshield, and the glass had probably been broken from the accident or whatever, and he went through it and was on the hood, just like, yep, this so, is, I guess this is where I hang so out So from now. what I understand of the Mills family, you guys should not be allowed near your motorized vehicles. No, we're fine. It's like your brother was practicing to be Ted Rainey. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like, he went through it, and he, like, he was like, huh, what the heck? Oh, I'm on the hood now. Like, that was literally what mom and dad said happened, and then they just grabbed him and, like, obviously called the cops. The more stories I hear of Andy, I think he might actually be a superhero. Well, he is a superhero. Oh, sort of like Bruce Willis in Unbreakable? Yes. Oh! He like, has done Both Kevin stuff. and his dad have corroborated the story where his brother Andy at one point held off a bull with his bare hands. I was there for that, and it was the coolest like he, thing I've ever Like, he grabbed seen. on to a, to a uh, what, a fucking gate? All right, and so grabbed I'll, on to the other end of the so gate I'll and tell held a story. the bull back. Jesus. Let me tell a story real quick. So, the barn that we had at Joe White's farm before my dad bought his acreage, uh, we had this old lean-to that the cows would go and we would corral them in to take them to the auction we would there was like three or four separate pens we'd so it was really rickety really shitty and it wasn't our barn we were just using it so we never fixed it so we were getting the cow in there everybody has these big metal gates they're 16 feet long by about six feet tall and you're walking them and you're yeah okay come on and dad's hitting the butts with the stick and you're all yelling come on because that's the thing we say 
Uh, I showed you guys the pig call. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing like that, but I'm just wondering if I showed it to you. Yeah, Anyways, uh, so we walk it in, and the minute it realizes it's in that corral, Dad's on one side, Andy's on the expo. So lean to's like this; people can't see it, but whatever. He's on the outer edge of a lean to. Andy's right here. The gate's like this, and the cow's inside of it. The cow charges Andy. So Andy wraps his arm around the post, wraps his arm around the gate, and goes like this, and the cow just runs into him. This is a like. 1400 pound bull this is a full-sized bull running full force into andy and andy just went like this and never let go and it was the coolest thing i've ever seen the lean-to shaking and breaking like this dad's side of the fence is going like this because dad can't hold it meanwhile andy's just like (laughs) just like red face screaming uh which obviously what we did then was we opened the outside gate dad pivoted around the bull ran into the gate or into the trailer and it was all fine but it was literally superman it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I've told everyone that story. He's so strong. If it wasn't for the fact that Kevin and Kevin's dad told it to me separate from one another, I wouldn't have believed it. I didn't even bring it up. Dad brought it up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no it, prompting, no corroboration. No. So. It was the coolest thing. It, my brother, I hate him so much, but I love him so much. He's such a good guy. He's the worst. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the rainy. Someone else talk. Yeah, he, someone else. The bridge, the bridge is out, and by out I mean torn to pieces and like bent up. Yeah, and then the Raimi cam chases. Oh, Ash. it's it's comically bent up oh, too, yeah. like yeah. upwards bent towards you, and all it's sorts like a of Nightmare Before Christmas type like yeah. thing. Yeah, it's exactly what it kind of looks like. Which I made that joke later in the movie, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Very very soon, actually. Yeah. Then, yeah, the Raimi cam chases him through the house. It's a really good shot and kind of funny. Like I said, it's straight out of Scooby Doo. And, and then at one point, uh, Ash disappears from the Raimi camp, and the Raimi camp does a comical three sixty around the room. Go? And then and it's it like, leaves. oh well. Oh. And then it backs up, and you're like, okay, it's gonna back out of the house, and we'll go back to no. But it backs up forever. Yeah, it it's goes like, all the way back to the original wherever it is in the woods. He's like, well, I can't just stay here. <laughs> well, I don't know where he went. What a rascal! At this point, you start to understand that. Like, I, I mentioned when we were doing Evil Dead 1 that Sam Raimi was influenced a lot by the Three Stooges, and that kind of bleeds. This movie is a lot more obvious than Three Stooges' yeah. influence. When when this movie is doing comical slapstick, it reads as comical slapstick and not accidentally funny. Yeah, which leads me to ask, so obviously we've we've... There's a million one scenarios, and I'm sure we talked about it with Evil Dead 1 when we were setting up Evil Dead 2. Was his intention to make a horror movie and he just kind of went, oh, people are laughing at the funny stuff. Should I grace this? Or was he always thinking so it? No, it's hard. because he is a big fan of the Three Stooges. And so, like, he really wanted to incorporate that sort of slapstick yeah. style in Evil into one. his horror and movie. You see it in Evil Dead 2, especially. Like, well, no, Evil Dead 2, I'm wondering if well, it was I think a he just correct. got better at his craft. Okay, it wasn't a course correct. It was just an enhancement. Yes. Yeah, because Army of Darkness doesn't even have the facade of being a horror movie Got anymore. It. it is like an action dark comedy. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, I was curious. And that you can see was set up from the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Which, uh... Oh, yeah, like, the amount of physical comedy from um, uh, Bruce Campbell is very apparent. Especially when he's like, just leaves the house, like, in a few scenes from now and steps on something, just slips on his ass. Like, yeah, that's... This, this that movie, was an accident. He, this movie is very much like the horror version of Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. It even has them chasing a uh, a mouse throughout a mouse yes. throughout the, the wall. Oh, God, yeah. I remember that. Okay, I was like, what are you talking about? Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, anyways, uh, when the when the when we're done with the reverse Raimi cam, because he couldn't find Bruce, uh, it turns out he went into the the hatch door. 
uh, underneath the... Yep, the, the secret basement, which is still there. Yeah. The cabin is pretty much identical to what it was in the first movie. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Even the one room uh, they go into later, the, the blue room there yeah. where they see the ghost of the father. That room I remember vividly from the first movie. I was mm. like, oh, this is identical. Okay, I'm with you now. Um, and there's even, like, leftover damage from the first movie, like, uh, the, the, uh, wood on the windows and shit like that, like... Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. you can tell that this is the same house because, uh, after their brief synopsis, the five-minute whatever of yeah. the first movie where they reimagined it, and that initial Raimi cam, that ending scene is exactly the same as the end of the first movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, pretty impressive, that. To a T, I, like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, so, that's uh, what they're doing. So, though, because we can't just have a movie where Bruce Campbell fights the evil dead, yeah. we have to introduce some side characters. Which I actually, for a long time, was like, is there going to... Because I could have bought just Bruce Campbell running around and fighting uh, mm -hmm. random things that came out of the ground. But Wait, I thought this scene showed up after he does the... This actually happens before all that. No, it, it does happen before all that. Okay. Just, yeah, this just happened, the this actually, some, some of this oh. happens, yeah. Uh, and they oh, actually, right. They introduced the, the family during the recap. Yep. When he's playing the uh, the, 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 the tape, the tape it shows the family discovering the uh, the book of the dead. Yep, yep. And now we find out that uh, his the guy's daughter, the professor, I can't remember his name. Or I don't whatever. remember the professor's name. Yeah, but his daughter, daughter's name is Annie. Yep. She is she, is she okay? okay? Uh, <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a coat. Damn it. <laughs> um, uh, but she has the most eighties of hair. Yes. I will have the most 80s of hair in about six months, all right? And you'll be you'll be eating your words, all right? Oh, I'm past the 80s, and I'm, like, into 70s now. Yeah, you are. You're feeling the Andy Gibb. You look exactly like one of the Gibb brothers. Hmm. Oh, God, I wish I knew his name off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Get it going. Stand alive. I love Stand alive. Bee Gees are the best. Anyways, introduce family. Keep going. Yeah, so they, they were introduced briefly when Ash played the tape. But then you see it cuts to some undisclosed airstrip. Where they are landing a plane, and it's Annie, the daughter, and her significant other, who I don't remember I, if he gets a name. Yeah, just, he doesn't matter. They don't even, he's Freddie Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he's Fred from Scooby-Doo. I, I don't think they ever say his name. I'm, I'm sure, I'm call sure she yeah. calls him in one thing, but they're never like, oh, and it's he, you. He, he's he probably, and acts like Fred. He's yeah. probably the least important character in this movie, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that. But yeah, he lands at the airport and they're basically like, oh yeah, we're going to drop in on my dad who has this cabin in the woods, which means that Ash didn't actually own the cabin. He was just, just squatting. Yeah, he was just squatting. He's like, I know that this actually, place. Let's let's just, yeah. nobody lives there. Let's just go there. Uh, don't forget, they do show that they have a few pages of the book in a yep. cool The thing. Necronomicon. Yeah, they yep. have a few. Well, they call it the Book of the Dead. They don't really say Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. No. Necronomicon. Just... split open and locusts flew out. You already said that. It happened a lot. I mean... Nail gun. <laughs> no, we killed him with the nail gun. Necronomicon is a Lovecraft like thing, but this is, and always has been in Evil Dead, the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, mm. or just the Book of the Dead. Yeah. Which I think just means Book of the Dead also, of to, the Dead. To but... be fair, uh, Lovecraft came way before Evil Dead. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm saying that the Evil Dead one is called is always called the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Okay. Though a lot of people do just call it the Necronomicon, and you don't actually see the book itself in this movie. The no, the, you just see the pages. So the Necronomicon is a generic term for Book of the Dead. Like it's something that's used elsewhere. Lovecraft was the first one to use it. Okay. Oh, I thought it was an Evil Dead book. It's, it's, a, it's a spell book about necromancy, basically. Got it. Yep. Okay, I can dig it. 
so yeah, any, they show that she has pages. So she's clearly been like continuing the work of her father. Yeah, and she wants to go to like check in on him at his cabin in the woods where he's been doing research. And so. she actually says, hopefully we can open a portal to another world. Yeah, which every resurrection, uh, per, uh, uh, what do you call it? Exorcism type, possession type stuff mm-hmm. is always like, Maybe we'll get something great. It's like, no, you're going to get some evil, you're going to die. She's definitely reading Dark Magic 101 over in the corner. Yeah. What a classic. Hey, nice call back there. Yeah. That was nice. I, uh, you, I, don't, I won't say anything. Uh, we watched the Adventure Time finale again. Well, I watched okay. it again. That they watched. It's so good, dude. I believe Hurry it. up. It's so good. It really is the best finale ever. Uh, I've only seen the first half of season one. And the finale. And the finale. <laughs> Which I bet was really confusing. Yeah, I was like... What but, is all this? But awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It is going to be weird, actually. You'll have I to film one in time, how it goes watching it, knowing what you know. I did one time accidentally watch part of the last... So at least the last season. I think it was near the end. But I know that uh, Finn had the robot arm. And there's something else going on, which... I now have to figure out how he loses his arm again. Because I've already seen him lose his arm and he got his arm back somehow already. So, so. he's lost his arm twice. He yeah. keeps losing his arm. The metal arm is like the last two seasons, so it mm-hmm. could have been anywhere in there. But anyways, really good show. Uh, really good show. Honestly, when I first saw the robot arm, I was like, is Bender in this? <laughs> it does look like a Bender arm. You know what? I get that. Uh, so so Ash, is, uh, Ash is kind of confined himself to a rocking chair. And he's like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah, we get the dream sequence. Yeah. That's it's it's actually really confusing whether or not it's actually a dream sequence or if he's being fucked with. I don't both. I, I think he's being fucked I with. I think it's him being fucked. I don't think he's sleeping. It's actually him being fucked with every time. So here's why I asked that. It hasn't shown... So what happens is, in the in the either dream or mess with sequence, he uh, hears his wife or, he remember, or no, his girlfriend. No, the, the, uh, the, the boards on the door fall off. And the, the piano starts playing, which of course... That's what it room. was. It was the piano. And the board's on the window blow out, and he looks out, and a body comes up out of the ground. <laughs> starts dancing starts around. Starts doing, like, an old, like, 1920s jig, yeah, dancing Craig, around. Craig, you had to fight his erection real hard. It's like, true, oh it's my true. God. It was hot. It that was body hot. has decomposed a lot in one day. That's the hot stuff. And, uh... And then the head comes rolling out of nowhere. They put it on. It shows some fun dance moves where the body spins, the head doesn't, the head spins. It's the all very doesn't. stop motion, which... Super it's a neat effect, actually. Yeah. yeah. Super claymation I thought it was kind of cool. And then uh, he's standing there and... It kind it, of vanishes. It van- it, oh, yeah, it kind of fades it away. It runs into the woods. Yeah, it doesn't it, run it, away, it, it fades. Yeah, it, it does it, like the Children of the Forest thing where it like, runs away like it fades as it's yeah. running. Yeah. And then he wakes up in the chair again or uh, uh, looks no, at no, the chair No, 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 it attacks no. the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the hands come out and grab. That him. was when he. No, no. What? What? Oh, oh, yeah, right, right, right. When so he actually wakes up, the head just falls in his lap. Right. So he wakes yeah. up, but it, this it, is like, why... it like blinks. It like hard cuts to him sitting in the chair, and he's freaking out because he doesn't remember going back into yeah, the chair. So, so it so. reaches and grabs his head. He's like, "No, get away from me!" And then it hard cuts. This is why I think it's it's a dream sequence. Is he stares forward at that window. It even zooms the camera and the window, the so boards like, are yeah, all back Yeah, he's like trying place. to make sense of whether or not that happened yeah. or not. And so far it hasn't shown any carpentry skills of the Deadites, which leads <laughs> me to believe that they didn't put all that wood back. They, It was a nightmare sequence. Could they have induced the nightmare? Of course. I mean, uh, we, see, course. we see it later that they can make they can make shit happen to him with the, uh, the mirror and stuff too. So yep. it, But that was when it was in him. That was when he was part Deadite. Yeah, because the thing grabbing his neck, I mean, he looks down, well, it was actually him, and then his hand goes Oh, yeah, that, that was after the, the, the fight. Oh, yeah, the hallucinations could be re- related to him, like, slowly turning into a yeah, dead Yeah, because eye. of his hand. So I'm I'm personally prescribing to it being a 
ghost-induced nightmare. Like, they maybe put it into his head, but it was still a nightmare well, nonetheless. regardless whether he was being fucked with or he was sleeping, immediately after, he gets attacked by the same so, exact thing. So he wakes up and the head lands in his lap, and he's like, yeah. oh! And this is the first uh, uh, real heavy Three Stooges-esque comedy. He reaches <laughs> down... What does it say, like, I'll love you, or I'll eat your soul, it says, or I'll take you with me, or some bullshit like that? And it latches onto his hand, and we get, like, a five-minute scene of him, punch, punch, hit the wall, like, run, at hit first it's, At first it's scary, but it keeps going. And until he's going, ah! Yeah, yeah, it does screaming noises, and then my favorite is that as he's doing all this, slamming it indoors and smacking out stuff, he walks outside to go to the shop, and he instead of continuing to, like, yeah... He stops to take a look and be like, oh, that's right. Punch, punch, punch. But then he just walks with it in his hand. Like, he's no longer freaking out. He's just like, well, I'll punch it when I can. Otherwise, I'll walk with it. At at this point, he's had this thing on him for like a solid minute, and the initial shock is over. And he's like, well, now I just got to deal with this. Yeah, what am I? All right. So he goes to the workshop and puts in like a A vice grip. Yep. Clamps its head down. Gives him the clamps. Oh, we're on the same wavelength. We're feeling it. We're feeling it. And uh, it talks to him, and this is where he's like, oh my god, the dumbest scene. Oh no, so it was good, but it was the dumbest scene of the whole movie. He whips open, because he's trying to think of how to kill this thing. He whips open a, cu- a curtain, and there's a like comical chalk cutout of a chainsaw, and he's like, chainsaw. It's like from, it's like from Left 4 Dead, when you look for a weapon, and it gives you that outline of yeah. what would have been there. I was like... Saying chainsaw would have worked, the outline would have worked, or just looking at an empty shelf would have worked. But all three things was a little <laughs> over the top for me. And then the body comes over the chainsaw. Correct. Oh yeah, it's not there. And then the door busts open. There's a the the naked body with a chainsaw trying to cut him, and he just dink with a crowbar, just a little. He <laughs> parries it with a crowbar and, yeah. and, and flips it over on the body. Yep, and, and now the body's trying to chainsaw it through it. Like, it keeps, like, uh, it's, like, backing it up into it. Yeah. in the booty with the chainsaw. Yeah, what a good scene. Uh, and then, obviously, that kills it. He picks up the chainsaw, starts it, and the head goes to it the girlfriend. Normal. Oh, please, no, I said I'd love you forever. And he's like, eh. Yeah. And he cuts it on, right down the center. Uh, uh, Ash is not the sir in this movie who's going to fall for some horror movie bullshit. No, he's, he's totally over, over that it. by this yeah. point. He's long past that. Uh, but, to that degree, uh, uh, one of the issues I have, issue number two with the movie, the dirt, grime, and blood on his face changes with every single scene. Well, Ash gets covered in tons of goop. That's oh like my god, yeah. Thing. But like one so scene... he's always very goopy, but they do... They aren't, like, super consistent I, I about how much he has rolled around on. in the dirt afterwards. After every scene? Because, yeah. like, he's looking at you, and he has black and a patch of dirt. And then the camera shows you that, like, the bridge is I out. Will say it his, looks back I will at him, say and it's red blood. His wounds eventually stay consistent. Yeah. Eventually, they, the that. cuts, the cuts yeah. stay consistent. But, like, the amount of blood and or black blood and or mud that surrounds his face, mm-hmm. every scene, different. You I can see him funny. wipe the, the dirt off once. In the car, yeah. Mm-hmm. It and not even, not, It wasn't even that well. He like wipes it down. Is like didn't get anything off. And then like two scenes later, is like oh, it's it's gone. I'm clean. Yeah, I'm doing just fine. Uh, so he goes back inside, and this is where he has the like meltdown. Oh no, hand first, hand before the meltdown. Well, no. yeah, he's yeah, hand he, before the meltdown. At this point, he's kind of freaking out because he just cut up his girlfriend. Yeah, and he's like looking at himself in the mirror. Oh, he grabs the shotgun and fills that up. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he has wants... two hands when he does that. Spoiler alert. Mm. 
he has two hands when he does that, and he fills the shotgun, and he's walking through, and then he looks like in the, the chair mirror. starts rocking, and he points the shotgun oh, at the chair. What was like, that about? Yeah, so he walks over. They're just fucking with it. Well, but he, but he reaches, and he touches an invisible body, p- reaches back, and just sets the gun down like oh, no, He reaches like as if something's going to be there. And there's nothing there. Well, no, he, he, he does. He does. He does wrench back, and I think he's like, "What the hell am I doing? I was about to shotgun a chair. I think I really need to examine myself." Right. Now. So I think I misinterpreted that because when I saw it, I saw his hand rest on something, not just like no, nothing. That, that was him pausing, Ma- yeah, and probably, then he like put his hand down on probably. it, probably. And then he sets the gun down, and he goes and talks to himself in the mirror, which is a weird rubber masked other actor who okay. I didn't. I didn't look at. I didn't see what that said in the. Uh, if that even I don't think they, I, don't, I don't think they credited it. Yeah, I don't think they did either. So and, it was definitely Ted. And it's him. Do you remember what he says to himself in the mirror? It's not like you killed your girlfriend. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, what do you think? You're all right. <laughs> you killed your girlfriend. It, yeah, comes, he's like, oh, everything's gonna be all right. Everything's not gonna be yeah. all right. <laughs> it comes through the mirror, grabs him, and, and starts choking, and him. starts choking him, and then all of a sudden the camera changes, and you realize he's grabbing himself. He looks down at his hand, and you see those bite marks, and all of a sudden that black goes through his veins. Mm-hmm. And he's got... And then he's freaking Jim Carrey I, from the Liar Liar. kicking his ass. He's like, yeah. Being, I'm kicking my ass. And it is actually like very close to the same fight scene as the beginning of that, of the one, two across, and the uppercut on himself. <laughs> it's is, very close. Bruce Campbell's doing some very good physical comedy in this scene. And uh, what's that shitty movie with Seth Green in it with the evil hand? Seth Green and the Evil Hand. It's it's a Seth Green movie. He dies in it. He gets the bottle through his head, and the rest of the movie he's a ghost or a zombie with the bottle right there. But he's still Seth Green. I have no idea. Only movie with only horror movie with Seth Green I can think of is Scream. Nope, that's not even Seth Green. No, it's Jimmy Kennedy. Yeah, it's Jimmy Kennedy. It's uh Seth Green's friend, which is the more famous Seth Green. So Seth Green's friend's hand gets possessed, kills a bunch of people, including Seth Green. So he cuts his hand off, and then the hand runs around Evil Dead style to like a, a high school dance. And Seth Green comes back as a zombie and tries to help him stop the hand. And he makes out with a girl that's zombie Seth Green. Nice. It's a whole thing. It well, sounds familiar. I googled familiar. Seth Green evil hand movie and I got idle hands. Idle hands! We got it, boys. They're devil playthings. They're devil playthings. It is a bad movie. Mm. What? What's Based movie? on reviews. Alright, well you know what? Next year. We got... Don't Nobody watch that for 12 months because I know my movie next year. Uh, it's Evil Dead Part 3, which is technically not Evil Dead. Uh, so he cuts, so his hand's beating the shit out of him, and he's doing everything he can to stop it. It even shows him comically punch his own hand, like, oh, I'm gonna get you, you little rascal. He does yell, give me back my hand! <laughs> yeah, he does. You stop bastards! Stop putting shit on our bodies! He says, you bastards, give me back my hand! He screams to the skies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we cut back to the lady and her friend, and they meet the hillbillies. Right, right, right. right. And the, the weirdest Baba scene, Joe! Yeah, the weirdest scene, the hillbillies like, you ain't getting over this bridge. And they're like, oh, we gotta. Well, is there any way we can? Corniest thing ever. She's like, yeah, there's another path. We'll take you there for 100 bucks. She says, carry my bag. So he looks in and sees a purse and that thing, and he's like, all right, you got a deal. Although this scene was weird because they were all like, hostile towards each they other were for some reason. Ominously hostile. Yeah. They were like, I don't know what to think of you, so I'm going to act no, like Bar Sinister from Underdog. I mean, the hillbilly dude turns out to be kind of an asshole. But well, yeah. We, well, I don't know. Like, None of these people are like Bobby Joe's just anything. dumb. Yeah, Bobby Joe's just dumb. But the hillbilly's it, name is Jake, by the way. Yes. And he was all like, none of your business. She could have just said, yeah, I'm going to go visit some family yeah. that's in a cabin. Like, oh, that that's like... But then when... He, when what he, are you doing here? None you. When they make when they make the deal for a hundred bucks to carry his bag, 
Like, he's laughing. Oh, no, 4,500. 4,500. Yeah, he says 45, and then Bobby Joe looks at him and he's like, 100. And then he's yeah. like, she's like, carry your bag, and she's like, sure, because she knows she has a really big bag, and he thinks it's small. But they're both doing like this. <laughs> I was like, like, the smile she had, I what? thought she was just going to murder the hillbillies. Yeah. Am I, I mean, it? it is kind of creepy, but the, the real joke is, uh, when you, when it pays off, is that she has a ridiculous yeah. step back. So the guy's laughing because he thinks he's pulling one over on her, and she's laughing because she realizes she doesn't have to carry the heavy bag. Oh, it's so goofy. Stupid. It's great, though, but it's goofy. Yeah. But uh, back to the evil hand. Oh, right, so... It knocks him out. He's trying to drown the hand, actually. Oh, yeah, in the sink, right? He yeah, but the him. hand crawls out and starts smashing plates on his head. It's worth noting that the hand has a voice in this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it makes, like, mouse noises. Yeah, a little, like, <laughs> And uh, so it knocks him out successfully using plates. It's about to smash another air. plate on his head when the hand notices the cleaver and starts pulling him towards it. And then he... he, he he knifes it. The hand is very emotive, actually. Yeah, the hand's the best actor in the whole movie. <laughs> the hand is basically the villain of it's, this movie. It's doing, like, the worm No, it's not face. basically. It 100% is the villain <laughs> of this movie. Yeah, no, it's true. And uh, right before he gets to the cleaver, he knifes it to the ground. Wait, and you then, do see that he still feels the pain, because he, he yeah, screams. Yeah. And then he grabs that chainsaw that's conveniently located. Who's laughing now? <laughs> no, no, this is the best part. He starts the chainsaw with his teeth. Yep. He just has it in one hand and goes... Yeah. Yeah, he's got some strong neck muscles. Real strong. Have you ever started a chainsaw? No, with your you, teeth. You can barely start a chainsaw without putting your foot on it the whole time. Yeah. Down. But nope, he teeths it, and then, yeah, who's laughing now? Cuts who's his hand Who's laughing now? Which I've seen that scene on, like, Oh, yeah, that's, Mojo. like, an iconic scene. Yeah. Where he's laughing while cutting his hands off and the blood sprays into his face. Yeah, which is great. Actually, he, he wasn't really laughing in that scene. He was smiling. He was smiling, yeah. yeah. He was very... It's a very manic yeah, scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he badass puts it under a trash can with a book on top that says "Lost in well, Farewell to Arms." Farewell, Farewell to Arms. Arms. Yeah, he's like, "This is your new home." It's like, okay, you just killed your girlfriend's head and body. You know this thing is a thing. You're just gonna put a trash can over it. It carried your body along. It carried a 180 pound man. <laughs> you do see it, like. Scamper comically, like it's it starts moving in the background, and, the and he turns back around and he's like, uh, and it stops, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it keeps scampering out when he turns again. Yeah, and yeah, it's, now it's very Tom and Jerry. Yeah, now we're into the Tom and Jerry bit, and it literally just runs into holes in the wall, and he just starts shooting Shoot. at it, just ra- and he does the it does a cool scene where it zooms in on him, and he does the like ear test, like where is it, where, <laughs> shoots it in the wall. Well, the wall starts bleeding. Thinks he shoots it in the wall because it starts bleeding, but then it really yeah, starts then he gets, bleeding. He gets nightmare one, and the whole yep. bed explodes. And the hand comes out of a mouse hole and gives him the finger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it flips him off and disappears into the it wall. Get, it does the finger after it gets caught in a he mouse gets, trap. It's yep. like a Looney Tune reaction where it's like, oh, you! Yeah, it gets caught in the mouse trap, and, and But he can't get laughs. it because he's reloading his yeah. uh, gun because he only has one hand, and he can't reload it And he says fast. something. He's like, ha-ha, you bastard, or ha-ha, I got you, or something, because it... Because it goofed itself in a mousetrap. Uh, but the walls spray him. I remember that scene. But yep. I'm, I'm and it sucks it back. And it, yeah, it sucks it all back. Oh, because it goes from red blood to black blood to sucking the black blood in. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what's next. The next uh, scene is a knock at the door. No, no. No, uh, no the laughing. 
Yeah. What this happens is, is he, this is the most iconic Evil he, Dead 2 scene. He sits oh. back down and oh. he rests his eyes and then he hears a laughter and he looks up and it's the fucking deer head. Yep. The deer head whips over to him and starts laughing. Then he looks to the, the lamp. The laughing. lamp is laughing and going up and down. Then he looks at the clock and then he yada yada. Every the whole he, house is laughing at him. And then he starts laughing. He starts like dancing. Yeah. He looks at the lamp which is going up and down. And he goes up and down <laughs> with it like oh yeah. And he's losing his goddamn mind. Which is the point of the scene, of yeah. course, is that like, okay, you've you're mentally you're broken. Yeah. It's real good, actually. Yeah, this is you can. The deer head's like a puppet that's just going crazy. It's yeah, great. You can you could just take this as a scene of like, well, this is kind of corny acting and a little bit of goofiness. And I thought we were watching a zombie movie, but I thought it was a really good. Hey, this house is more aware of it than you think. Like this house is totally. Oh, the you. demon is 100% self-aware and Wrong definitely way. is fucking with him most yeah. of the time. And yeah. that is a theme throughout the rest of the Evil Dead. The next. Averse. Yeah, Averse, yeah. Which, does it have a name, do you know? Not really. Okay, I'm just curious. I'm not gonna, again, I'm scared to see the Rotten Tomato score, so I'm not even gonna the look Raimi at verse. it. The Raimi-verse. The Raimi-verse. Spider-Man shows up at some point. <laughs> Probably. And then Venom. And then you just hit a pipe. Oh, yeah. Venom's is, taking is care of it. Bruce Campbell, like, the announcer in... Yep. Um, yeah. Spider-Man. Bonesaw! And then he calls it out, and then Bonesaw's standing there. And, and then Bonesaw's like, ready. Hey, kid, what's your name? Bonesaw. I'm, what does he say? What does he say his name is first? The Man Spider. The Man Spider. He's like, no, that's... What? No, that's stupid. Don't you have a better name? He's like, no, just say it. And he's like, and... Spider-Man! He's like, that's not my name! <laughs> and he dogs that. Uh, I don't believe he's in the series after that, though. Mm. I think he has a cameo in 3. He might have a cameo in 3. I believe that entirely. But in 1, I know that's his. In 2, I can't think of where he so, is. And then Bonesaw is, of course, ready. He's ready. Yeah, we all know he's ready. And then there's the knock on the door. And, and, he and then he, yeah, he breaks out of his laughter and shoots at the door. He just turns and fires. Which I would do. If, if you're laughing at yes. if you're <laughs> laughing at your house and multiple Raimi cams have chased you, you're gonna shoot at it instantly. And he goes and opens it. Here's my horror movie question of the day: If you were living in a horror movie scenario, mm-hmm. why on earth would you open doors slowly? Uh, mm-hmm. it's so that you could you still have time to shut the door if you see something. Because what? I would do if Mike Myers was behind that bedroom door. I think he is. I wouldn't open it slowly so that he has the chance to get that knife around the door into my face. So, I would literally yeah, kick you, it you, in and be like, "You'd rest the old forage." Yeah, if, I would, if, you, if you double tap the door, you kick it in, hit any zombies on the other it's, side. It's like when I come into your house. I don't like walk up to stairs and be like, "I really hope I get to watch him fucking." It's like, <laughs> "I'm here, I'm here, put your penis away." Like that's what it is to me. I would be really like loud and catch you off guard. I wouldn't want to... I don't know. That in horror movies is like... So you're saying you don't want to walk into someone's house, see them fucking and just join them? I That's mean, what Craig would do. Depends <laughs> on the sitch, I well, guess. Well, I think the thing is he's a little confused because you clearly heard a feminine scream when he Yeah, no, it's so not It's like, not an evil dead criticism. It's a horror movie question. Although I would say if you're like looking for something or you're trying to avoid something, you do it slowly so you don't make any noise and get found. Yeah, but... It's so creaky. Get some WD-40 or something, because it's literally like... And it's not even like they stand back and watch the door open. They get their head right there with the door, like, let me follow this thing in. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways. So we open the door, no one's there. Yet. Wah, wah, Yeah, wah. so he sits there with the door open for a while, and then Hillbilly Jake... Fu- this uh, is like the only jump scare in the movie, like legitimate jump scare. Yeah, Hillbilly Jake jumps out and jumps out. 
dives, knocks him down. He punches Hillbilly Jake in the face three times to no avail, and Hillbilly Jake knocks him out in one. Well, no, Fred no, comes in and helps. Yeah, yeah, Fred comes in and helps. He just, all he helps is restrain his arms. Yeah, he holds his arms and Hillbilly Jake can punch him. Yeah, but Hillbilly Jake... Oh, yeah, because before, uh, what's-his-face, uh, held him down, Ash was just using one hand, punching, punching Hillbilly in the face. In the face. Like, over and over, and Hillbilly Jake's like, don't even feel it, brother. Don't even feel it. And, uh, I did about a... An eight ball of speed before I came <laughs> yeah, in here. Yeah, you don't so. even know what I'm capable. Yeah, of. I just packed it in in, in the yeah. crevices between my teeth. What's that stuff in like uh, Middle Eastern countries? That like white powder? They it's like cocaine that they put on their finger to like clear out their sinuses. It's sativa? like an, it, it's a really strong opium, is what it is. But it's called something. Is it sativa? I don't know. Maybe For some reason that name stands out to me. But yeah, it's I like this. Think that's a. It's it's a little can like snuff powder back in the day. It's a little can like that, and they put just a little bit on their finger, and they just. Breathe it in, and it clears out your sinuses, and it turns out it's just an intense opium that you're allowed to sell. Oh, oh. sativa is a uh, is cannabis. Okay, yeah, so that's not, oh, an indica. Yeah, the two yeah, types yeah, of marijuana. That, yeah, you go. That's what I was. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not Jimmy. You're so hard, Jake. I'm you not one Jimmy. type of marijuana. Jake but goes. not the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so obviously he gets knocked out, and then their genius. Plan... Yeah, this is why they don't know. Uh, this is why it's obvious that Ash is not supposed to be here. Yeah, because the daughter's yeah. like, I have no idea who this is, but she sees the the bloody chainsaw, and he's like, What did you do to my family? I think he murdered my parents. Yeah, immediately assumption assumes. I think we should drag him and throw him in the basement where uh, we're uh, keeping Ted Raimi. Yeah, let's throw him <laughs> in the basement. Let's let's all listen to why we shouldn't hey. have put him in the basement. He prefers to be called, what's the guy's name in Goonies? <laughs> Sloth? Sloth. Yeah. Sloth. He prefers Sloth. 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 Was that Ted Raimi too? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I can't, can't prove it was for all I know. Yeah. Can't uh, prove it wasn't. Yeah. You can prove that, but, <laughs> but not we going can. to. Yeah, we can't because I don't want to look at the webpage. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they toss him in there and he falls down the stairs. Super brutal. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it looks like a break when you go. Yeah, he gets, hu- which by the way, get fixed later in the yes. movie. Ash takes about as much punishment as the uh, wet bandits from Home Alone. Yeah, he gets really roughed up. Also, they, they clearly threw Ted Raimi down the stairs, and then Ted Raimi emerges from the, the ground. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we haven't gotten there yet. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, these people go and they, they push the tape where uh, Ash slept off, and it was like, mm-hmm. I fear my my wife has been possessed by a Kantari demon. Yeah. I had to murder her. A Kandarian <laughs> demon that looks a lot like Ted Raimi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to kill her and bury her in the cellar. Sure enough, what happened And Ash next? can hear this. He's like, what? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then Ted Raimi, actual, no jokes anymore. Actual Ted Raimi in a bunch of special makeup busts out the ground and uh, slowly, for some reason, even though later we find out she's not slow at all, nope. walks towards Ash making, she says a bunch of, of, of I'm going to get you, I'm going to eat your soul. Swallow your soul. Swallow your soul. And he's like, let me out of here. And they hear the gunshots. He shoots, right? Uh, What's the noise they no, hear? No, he didn't have any No, he just hears the noise. They no, hear he, a loud he, he, so he actually backs up to the trap door and starts banging. I it. remember that, but they heard a noise. They turn to the door before he gets out because he starts screaming. There was a bang. It might yeah. not have been him shooting, but there's a bang. Maybe like a glass breaks or something. Um, And they're like, oh, I guess why not believe you in this scenario, even though we're douchebags? So they get it unlocked, pull him out, and sure enough, the monster gets there just in time to grab him, and everybody sees the face of this... Well, yeah, evil, nasty looking it, thing. It also does a thing where it gets even more monstrous because its face turns into like a claymation. Oh, it starts like, doing the warped cheeks where it's got yeah. the really like pinched alien monster. It face. becomes the mom from Coraline. It yeah, kind of does look like, the, does mom look from like Coraline. the mom from Coraline. And then, has anyone here not seen Coraline? I've not. I've not seen. Well, <laughs> I got so many movies for next year. 
And then it starts like it starts grabbing. It's Kevin's favorite Tim Burton movie. It grabs uh, the fucking. It grabs Fred's face. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It gets all of them, and it grabs a hold of uh, dirtbag redneck hillbilly Jake. It grabs a hold of him, but not in the same way. It just kind of normal grabs. Oh no, that's yeah. Didn't it just like eat him across the room or something? Yeah, no, it grabs his like face and throws him. But no, that's what happens later. Yeah. It does grab him. I just can't remember how. Maybe a leg. It whatever doesn't matter. It, it had enough time to inseminate Fred, though. Yeah, yes. it gets Fred's face like full face grab, really good, and then they get the lock and they all go back and it starts singing. Uh, if yeah, they're they're like sitting around debating like what they're gonna do now. Oh, and then it goes rock by baby, little baby. There it is. That's word. the word. Mama's, Mama's gonna, gonna buy you a mockingbird, and she's like. Grandma, or no, mom, right? Is her mom? Yep. Yeah. Mom, and she starts walking, and Bruce just grabs her and goes, No. no. And, and then she and like, starts really trying to convince her. It's like, You were born in September. I remember this because it was 1962. And I know this because it was snowing. It, it was doesn't so snow in snow September. September. Yeah. Like, she you're gets, not my mom. Yeah, she's not fooled by it, actually. <laughs> Which is weird that she yeah. would instantly be not full. I mean, so she did just see the monster. So you know what I think they kind of uh, glossed over a lot, though, is when the eye pops out and Bobby Joe eats it. So she... Like, I, so it I mean, goes... They slam her into the trap. It door. does yeah. the gulp noise. Like she Oh, it does? I do remember it going in her mouth. I don't remember the gulp. Oh, but she yeah. spat it out. I thought it did a gulp noise. It did we, a gulp noise. We can yeah. verify later. Um, like, I mean, that was I, weird. I feel like if just... Squanching Fred's face inseminates him, then swallowing the thing's eyeball should do the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter though because Bobby Joe's not long for this world. Also, the eyeball comes back later. Nope, eyeball never comes back. The eyeball never comes back. Yeah, no. Long. When they when they show the the monster later, it's missing the eye. Huh. I, I oh. very prominently noticed that. I didn't. No, I didn't notice that. There you go. Uh, and then you know they have a time to talk it over. Meanwhile, Fred goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while they're d- debating it. Fred has turned very quickly. And, he's and he starts floating. floating. He's like doing a cool, like, uh, close to the ceiling rafters. We just want life like you have, and we're going to kill you by sunup. This and... is famous. This is the famous Dead by Dawn! Dead by Dawn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's the freakiest looking one because his mouth is so open and wide. And he has and like seven two... layers of teeth. Yeah, so uh-huh. many different layers of teeth. I'm like, what the fuck? What a dirt bag. Kill that, please. Which, what do they do then? Well, he starts like... Oh, I know what they do. He starts attacking first. Is uh, this when Bobby Joe runs off? Yes. No, 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 no. It's no. immediately after the scene, though, because we'll get there. Like, he, sho- he shoves, like, Bruce Campbell into a, uh, into a dresser because yep. that's what you do to Bruce Campbell. Yep. Uh, yep. And then, like... He grabs Hillbilly Jake yeah, and he'll, tosses him. Well, Bruce Hillbilly Campbell. Jake comes after him, and his head does a 180, turns yeah. toward Jake, who's trying to sneak up on him, then he grabs him by the face... Tosses him upwards into a light bulb. Ooh. Oh, right, yeah. Headbutt. That, that's also like a Three Stooges style. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And this is where uh, 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 Ash, he runs away and she's like, You, you coward! coward! You help me! You gotta fucking... Back in, you fucking coward! He literally comes back like half a second later with an axe and he's like, You're all right. Axe, axe, axe. He just cuts it. And this is with that blue, green, it's like green slime. Yellow, yeah. It's gross. It's just slime going everywhere. He hatches it up into pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, when he's hatching it up, is when Bobby Joe. What happens to her? Something happens to her that makes her run. No, oh, yeah. no, no. We have the ghost scene first. Yeah. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they they start they they manage to they kill. Fred. I remember made Bobby Joe run. Okay. They kill Fred. Yep. They they lock the cellar again. Yep. But um. And then. Then they, they're just waiting. Like okay, 
Shit's gonna shit's gonna happen, but we don't know what. Jake is looking at the woods and he's like, "Huh, that's the darndest Can thing." Can you please call him Hillbilly Jake? Okay, yeah, you're sure to... Jake. Hillbilly Jake's watching the woods and he's like, "The darndest thing just happened. The trail we came in here is gone. Like the woods are changing. The woods swallowed it up." And then the mansion starts screaming at them. Yep, and, and that cabin. Door, and the door to the room that I was talking about earlier kind of goes. And there's a flashing blue light. Yep. And Ash is like. There's something in there. I'm going to go check it out. No, we all need to go. And Hillbilly Jake goes, What no, the I'm hell gonna... are you talking about? You go look You're at it. You're the curious one. You're the curious And he's like, I'll go too. <laughs> and then they she go She grabs in. the lamp. Yeah, she does. They both go in there, and then they see nothing. But the jump scare is that Hillbilly Jake and Bobby Joe come in, and they're like, we were scared out there. Yeah. <laughs> we just realized that if we split up, then we're actually alone still. Yeah, luckily for them, Freddy's dead, so they don't have to split up gang anymore. Mm, that's true. So if they, so, there, there are five of them. Yeah. Which is the same number of characters as Scooby-Doo. And the first Evil Dead. Well, Ash is clearly Shaggy because he's the badass one who gets the shit done. <laughs> yeah. So we, Fred the, is Fred. Yeah, we already have Fred. So does that mean how Billy Jake is Scooby-Doo? <laughs> mm, yeah, he has to be. No, I'm going to actually say that Annie is Scooby-Doo, because... Uh, okay. She runs away at the first sight of anything. So she, Bobby Joe, Daphne, actually... and Hillbilly Jake is Velma. <laughs> yeah. I can dig it. Hillbilly Jake thinks he's the smart one, at least. That's true. Uh, so when they're in there, all of a sudden, a ghost face... Ghost like, daddy. You know what the face actually looks a lot like? Have you? Has any ghost of you guys seen... It looks like Count Dracula. Like the old, like uh, old-fashioned Count Dracula. That works. I was going to say, have any of you guys seen Exorcist? No. When it flashes, oh, I have, but... it flashes the face of a demon uh, in the eyes of uh, for Father Carey. It is kind of a similar effect. It yeah. looks, it, yeah, it does the same effect of like basically just an image projected, but also the face. It has like the the shadow makeup they do to indent the cheeks and the eyes looks yeah. very similar. So. so I'm gonna say this as a flex to Kevin because I know it scared him, but actually, the actually didn't scare me. It's so scary. But it, yeah, it's like the the ghost of the dad. He's like. Ghost Dad. Yeah. Ghost Dad's like... Except we can't talk about that anymore. Ghost Dad. Yeah, he's in prison. Pudding Pops. He says, I fucked up. I accidentally read... When I read that verse aloud, that was a bad idea. Uh, But there is a way to stop it. If you... There's another verse in the book that you can use to get rid of it. Specifically in the pages that you found. Yeah, in the pages you found. Yeah, how convenient. Conveniently, yes. So go ahead ahead and read that verse and put my soul to rest. Thanks. Dad out. Yeah, thanks, your father. By the way, it's about 10.30 on a Tuesday. This is your dad calling if you were wondering. My dad does those kind of voicemails. I need you I'm like, dad, dead by dawn. I'm like, Dad, these things have timestamps. I know when you called me. <laughs> hey, Buck, it's about uh, 11.30 on a Wednesday. I know you're probably at work, but uh, I just wanted to call. I'm like, yes, I know all this, okay? Get to what you want. <laughs> and then at Damn. this point, Baba Joe is all like, well, oh, you're holding my hand you're too tight. Jake, stop holding my hand so tight. Which, by the way, this well, I'm man... I'm not holding her hand. She is way too attractive for Hillbilly Jake. Yeah. The relationship don't work. It's a very King of Queens situation. I think they they try a little bit like by her mannerisms to make her look like she's just some... Hillbilly like, person? Yeah, Hillbilly chick. But the actress is way more attractive than the role. I choose to believe that it's Hillbilly Jake's cousin. <laughs> Could be. And that, an arranged marriage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Wait, yeah, here we found out that it's not illegal to marry your cousin in Connecticut. Yeah, it's what? It's not illegal to marry your cousin. Oh in yeah, Connecticut? you can marry your first uh, your yeah. first cousin here. Craig's the one that knew that, which means I think he has hot for his cousin. I think New York, you, you have to get cousin? past your second cousin. I do not know. I don't know most. Of my Would cousins. you smash your cousin if given the opportunity? Uh, probably not. 
So there's a chance. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is, hold on. Well, there's a hot scale, okay? There's there is the when they hit a ten on the hot scale. Come on, what do you want from me? So they have so to be hot enough for you to bang your cousin. That was, that so, you're was so you're saying if you had a cousin that was a ten, you bang him. I mean, I don't have one, so I'm purely living in a hypothetical. But if I was like 14 and is one of those, like, well, I don't know. Yeah, what's I, going I would on. believe that Kevin rocks the the step sibling or the cousin porn. I would rock that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like in Gone in the Wind when Scarlet's like, "Oh, cousin Ashley." Uh, You're like, well, uh, cousin ain't sister, so let's yeah, just this say ain't it. Alabama. Yeah, hold on, now. <laughs> this is just Connecticut. There's one degrees from Kevin Bacon. Okay, <laughs> we can do this. Speaking of cousins, the hand is holding Bobby Joe. The evil hand. Is- oh, right, right, right. So yeah, you're holding my hand too hard. Boom, looks down. It's evil hand. She bolts. She just books it. Well, she flips out so hard that it breaks the lamp, and then in the darkness. When they finally get the lights back on, she's gone. Where'd Bobby yeah. Joe go? And this is where you get Tree Rape 2.0. Yeah. Which we prefer to call Tree Molestation. So this one doesn't here. have any real... Nope. In, no, uh, There's no, no penetration. No vaginal well, insertion. Yeah. it went into the mouth, so technically it's sodomy. That's true. That's true. Sodomy Which, for my friend and me. So tree I, I, sodomy. I'm not sure if it has been... Uh, it's definitely a callback to the tree scene, yeah. but yeah. instead of being super rapey, the tree just... Basically just smashes her against yeah. another tree. Yeah, oh, it, God, it's, yeah. it's Sonny Bono's her. So you, it starts with... Nice, nice <laughs> the reference there. Uh, there was no skis involved, though. So It was like a ski cam, though. A little bit. So it starts very, oh my God, they're doing the tree rape scene again. And then all of a sudden she gets whipped onto the ground like hard and dragged And then it over starts hellraising her. Yeah, and then it starts face piercing her with limbs. And she's like, ah. And then it, how does it end? It whips her into a tree? Yep. So I will say that it does spread her legs and make her hit the tree badge first. True. That's true. It does crush her spirit and pelvis. Yes. Uh, And as someone who's had their pelvis smashed, I don't recommend it. Do you even remember it? Yeah. Vividly. But do you remember the pain at all? Uh, No. Okay. But I don't remember the pain of virtually all things that have caused me pain. Okay. Until it happens. Pain's kind of weird like that. Yeah, like, a proper pain scale is really... Like, you. every time you stub your toe, it's the worst time you've ever stubbed your toe. It's probably not, but it's really hard to compare I think pain. I will say last time I stubbed my toe, I did break my toe. Well, so yeah, it might have been the worst time I stubbed my toe. I think it's probably because, like... You were there. Sight? Yeah, you can remember sure. things you've seen. He was definitely but, there. Yeah, he's a closet. You don't really remember, like, smells or tastes until you experience them again. Exactly. And pain's sort of the same. And the minute you have a bite of that soup that you remember, you're like... Holy shit, this is it, yeah. but you can't really create it again. Yeah, you can remember, oh, I think this one thing tasted really good, but you don't remember the taste. Yeah, you can't you just can. be like, oh, yeah. No, you can, but don't ever do that. Never publish. So, anyways, yeah, she gets destroyed, and this is where Bobby Joe just starts losing his goddamn mind. You mean Hillbilly Hillbilly Jake? Jake. Hillbilly Jakey Joe? He starts losing his mind. We got it. Yeah, so, hold on. I have a question. Why is two men's name a woman name? Like, it's a common... I mean, not common, but we it's commonly gr- accepted. We had that, a girl in school, Billy Joe. Yeah, yeah, it is commonly accepted that Billy Joe or Bobby Joe... Oh, it was Bobby Joe. Sorry. Yeah, but it either way, Joe. both of them are accepted as... Uh, yeah. Billy can be a girl's name. But not as often. Uh, yeah, Billy Eilish. I mean... She's the bad guy. There's, like, a way. lot of names now that are girl names when they're originally guy names. Like, uh, Ashley, Courtney... Do you remember O-Town? Ashley was hot in that. He was like 20. And there is the character of Ashley Williams in this movie. Oh, yeah. There you go. He gets the, he gets the bangs on a Mass Effect, too. Good to know. 
That's very important to do in this. Is Mass Effect yeah. 1 or Mass Effect 2? Mass Effect 1. Okay. Yeah, Mass Effect 1. The, 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 the main female potential love interest is Ashley Williams in that. Yeah, but you never bang her because you go with the alien. Cause, uh, Obviously, yeah. we always go alien in this place, you know? Because she's, she's really xenophobic. You know what they say, aliens ain't sisters. It's right? like, oh, That's my new catchphrase for this podcast. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, I'll be honest here, I never actually liked any of the, the love interest in Mass Effect 1. Liara is super overrated. Ashley is... Just dumb. Uh, Tally is the best, but you can't romance her, so. We all know that people just pick the one with the biggest titties. <laughs> well, big old anime escatitties. Yeah, big old anime titties. Escatitties. Escatitties. Okay. Don't okay. forget it. I bet. It's all right. Anyways. Why was that? Hey, what, ha- what happens next? Oh, year? but yeah. But, yeah uh, well, they, they start like trying to read the book, and they're like, they're looking through it. They do see the foreshadowing of the hero happened. from the sky. Yep, you know, yep, yep. Which, yep. which, which Ash looks at and he's like, well, he must have been some kind of idiot. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he must like, have job. Yeah, he must have sucked. <laughs> and it's even like a dude in like a white t-shirt and blue jeans. It, it is a dude wearing exactly what Ash is wearing. It has his shotgun. It has his chainsaw. No, it, it's a, a club. Yet. It's a club on the end, not no, a chainsaw. No, it is a chainsaw. I thought he's holding something that looks like it could. Either be a club or chain. Yeah, I thought it, 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 it has the silver. it has the red handle and the silver. Uh, Maybe head. We can verify, and by that I mean we won't. We'll just go with it. Yeah. And uh, then yeah, they get to the end of the book, and it's like okay, there's two passages here that are important. This first one, when we say it, it's going to summon the demon in physical form, and the reason we'd want to do that is because the second passage will summon a rift in time and space that we can push it into. That's the only way to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But before they before they could start this, Hillbilly Jake well, is and like, Ash also goes, "Why would we even read the first one?" Yeah. Well, you have to. That's how these things work. But then Hillbilly Jake grabs the gun and he's like, "Look at me! I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the now. captain now. I've got the gun now." I think this is actually just like, "That's right." I'm that is what the he says. <laughs> that is exactly what he says. And then he grabs the pages. And throws him in the basement it's like, like a, a goddamn. I, I, I'm not. I'm not into this black magic right now. All I know is that Bobby Joe is in the woods. We gonna go find go her. Here, Ted, look after these for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, could you keep an eye on these real quick? Real oh, quick. sure, guy. Uh, and they are just like you fucking. This is gonna kill us all. The woods are horrible. Shut up. We'll get out there. And then they walk out. He walks him one more time and says, "This is stupid." And he just freaking. Butts him with the end of the gun. Mm-hmm. Ends him with the butt of the gun. Because Ash, Ash needs to take another hit. Yeah. Oh, he's, he hasn't had enough as far as I'm concerned. This is where we start to see the, like, the, the actual, like, all the trees are kind of, like, uprooting a bit now. And they have faces. Yeah, they're yep. starting to... Yep. Uh, the villain is his evil tree beard. Yeah. yeah. And then this is where, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ash all of a sudden goes evil Ash. Yes. Well, basically, like... So, so Hillbilly Jake is basically freaking out and just yelling for Bobby Joe in the woods. The Raimi cam starts zooming in at him. Yes. Um, meanwhile, like, Ash and Annie try to overpower him, but he knocks them both on the ground. Yep. The Raimi cam zooms all the way up to him, and then oh. it stops. Oh, he straight up knocks out Ash. Yeah. And then she tries to help, and he just pushes her down. Yep. Oh, the Raimi cam, yep. that's why he turns evil. Yeah, the Raimi yeah. cam stops, and they're like, oh, the Raimi cam didn't get him. But then Ash pops up and he's full deadite now. Yeah. yeah. And he just grabs Hillbilly Jake and uh, murders Throws him. Throws him into the tree. Tosses him hard yeah. into a freaking like, tree. Like shoulder first. Yeah. And the one thing you know about Sam Raimi is that he loves throwing people into shit. 
Uh-huh. That is the majority of the damage taken by these characters. Yeah. It's just getting tossed. Ironically, as much as a joke about it, not Ted Raimi in this movie. He is not a fake shimp. He has graduated to an actual actor. Yeah. Yep. One of the biggest roles in the movie, too. I'm... Well, I mean, there's like seven credits in the whole movie. One of the biggest. <laughs> he is credited as Theodore Raimi. I, I also think he's like the sixth, fifth or sixth, so he's actually not even close to the top of them, but he, he's... He's out of like eight people in the movie, so... <laughs> yeah, he's like the sixth one. Uh, I think, like... Non deadite mom is credited above deadite mom. Mm. Oh, Henrietta, oh, Hen- and then yeah. possessed Henrietta. Yeah. yeah, he is credited as possessed Henrietta. Yeah. Uh, so she freaks out and runs inside, and uh, yeah, uh, she dead. finds the the Kandarian dagger, like the one from the first movie. Except this one's like a spine and less of a knife. Yeah, it's it's weird looking. It's pretty cool. I wouldn't mind finding a replica of that to hang on the wall. I thought it was pretty cool to call back. And she goes to the tool shed to basically hide and wait for... Was it the tool shed or is she still in the house, I thought? Oh, no, no, you're right. It's the house. house. Yeah, it's the house. She basically waits at the door for uh, evil Ash to come in. But instead of Ash... Well, first it stalks her. First it it walks around the house a few times looking in the windows. But yes, then... the door swings open and Hillbilly Jake comes in. Well, first, the door swings open and she knifes. And yes. then you see Hillbilly Jake with a knife in his chest. Yeah, she stabs Hillbilly Jake. And then she does, like, this two things it. that you shouldn't... Well, so there's, there's even more bad with this. Because this dagger oh. is clearly serrated and it's, like, barbed like an arrow. Oh, yeah. Ribbed for his pleasure. Yeah. So she stabs, like, halfway into him. So a pretty good amount. Well, before she even gets to pull it out... She, she sees Slams Ash running the at the door, so she tries to slam it shut, but Hillbilly he's Jake is still halfway through the door. And he's just going, ah, ah, and then she pulls him a little more, slams his waist. Ah, and then she pulls him a little more, slams his ankles. Like she's, like she's just not quite clearing the door every time. Meanwhile, Ash is just sitting outside watching this because he's like, oh, I can't get in. No, he's, he's talking to Raimi, Kim. You fucking see this, bro? Yeah. You see what's going on, right? I'm not even going to try to get in. This is child's play. This and is really funny. She finally gets it closed, and she pulls the knife out of his chest. Don't ever do it. Yeah, yeah. don't. And then she grabs him by his shoulders and jerkily Starts just drags him slash pulls him slash destroys him. But luckily for him, he doesn't have to suffer through any more of her terrible first aid. Because she pulls him too close to the trap door. Yep. Uh, yeah. ooh, uh, hold on. First, uh, what's his name comes in? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ash. Was that first or second? I'm trying to remember. I can't remember what happened, but I know that Dead Eye Ash. Oh, it, it happens after, because first, uh, Henrietta, Ted, Ted yeah. grabs uh, Hillbilly Jake and pulls him down in this tug of war, but... And then blood bad. Yep, McGee. then the blood hose comes, comes back okay. and he gets eaten. I like to call it the Tarantino cam. And then blood splay. That time Ted got to hold the blood hose. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's down there. Up in the world. I'm ready down here, guys. Just let me know when. <laughs> and then Evil Ash comes in. She tussles with him, and he just straight picks her up and throws, throws her, her into the wall. the wall once again. Gotta love the throw. Knocks her ass out. Doctor Mario he, eats her. He does find, and we've kind of never mentioned it at all before, but it's shown up a lot. The necklace that belonged to his uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Right. So yeah, as he's like approaching her to finish her off. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't even like near the beginning. We didn't do the scene where he has that, and he's like, ah! oh. Uh, oh, I thought that was right here. No, oh, no. oh, after he kills her, yeah. But he does it again now, yeah. so you know, just duplicate it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's walking over to the girl he just whipped against the wall. And he sees it on the ground. It's in a cool skull. The The chain of it looks like a skull. I thought that was a nice little thing they did. And then that gives him 
uh, the joy and hope and love needed. He, to... he fights off the deadite. And he screams. He goes back to normal. And then she and sees now him. now they gear up. Yeah, no, no, no. She sees him and tries to kill him. Yes. Yeah. She starts swinging. He's like, oh, I'm fine. fine now. And then she's sitting there and he leans against the wall like, okay, we're cool. And then the axe hits again. He's like, I told I you. I got better. He's like, it's like, fine. it's like God when a parent's, it. it's like when a kid at the store won't stop playing with that Nerf toy mm-hmm. and he's like, I said pick that. I said, don't pick that. I'm, I'm not going to tell you again. Oh, no. Don't you do that. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. He's like, like, but she does make yeah, a good exactly. point that the deadites have, have for how long? back to normal to just, like try and fool her. And she like, goes, yeah. okay, you're fine. For how long? And he's like, well, we better get those pages back and banish this thing. Yeah. Let's gear up. Yeah. Oh, Gotta go in the basement I, and get the pages. I straight up love this scene. Oh, he says, let's go down and carve us a witch. Yep. I love this scene because this was this was the type of scene you would see in like a real action slash horror movie. It's the quick cam montage suit up slash MacGyver scene. Yeah, he goes to the tool shed to get ready. You got clamp and leather and screwdriver, tighten, glass bit closed, start the engine, put on the harness. Like it does the quick cam sort of I love this. And, and then, then he one, sawed off the shotgun. And then he sawed And the one thing that you had mentioned during that you actually that you said you really appreciated was they actually show like a realistic way of how he could start this, yeah. this chainsaw and how it stays attached to him. He, yeah, he's, he, he's, he builds a harness for the chainsaw so that he can plug it into the stump of his hand. Yeah, and it and it clamps he has on a, twice. like a clasp on his shirt with the rip No, it's a, it's a full leather harness around his chest. Yeah. And, and the harness has a thing that he can just wing the rip cord in to just pull it. And then he has a harness on his back for the shotgun, yeah. which he saws off. Which that was one thing. Which first off, you could not cut the barrel of a chain of a of a twenty or twelve gauge off of the chainsaw. Just by the way, but that goes against the point I was just about to say. The attention to detail for that setup was completely unnecessary, but I appreciate it a ton. Like as far as this movie has taken all of this slapstick sort of fun horror dark comedy type stuff, and they decided to make it semi realistic. They, they decided to give you a little bit of like, hey, hold on, let maybe me show I could you. do this at home. Yeah, let me show you that, and you're like, holy shit, okay, you could have literally just sewn a chainsaw on the end with like a belt, and I would have bought it. I'd be mm. like, sure, and start it with your teeth every time, sure. But instead, they do like a full on, I'm prepared for anything, and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and so this is yeah, this is the iconic scene of Ash now with a chainsaw for an arm. And he like twirls the sawed off shotgun in one hand, holsters it, the camera zooms in on his face, and he goes, Groovy. <laughs> yeah, which I will. And it's fucking awesome. <laughs> one last aside. Have any of you guys ever shot a double barrel before? No. No. Don't ever pull both triggers. I did that with a 20 gauge, which is obviously not the biggest. We all know a 12 gauge is the biggest, like, uh, home household size. There's 10 mm-hmm. and 8 gauges, and those are crazy. Those are for big game. But, anyways, I did it with a 20 gauge. I had a bruise on my shoulder that covered almost my entire upper half right here. So the recoil? It's insane. Because it's not just two times stronger. There's some sort of exponential growth there. The one is enough to be like, okay, that sucked. Both of them, literally, I dropped the gun. I was like, holy fuck, I don't know what happened. That was stupid. And I had a huge-ass bruise. Whereas in this movie... Dude's double triggering the whole time with one hand, with, you know, kind of lazily to the side. He doesn't care. He's just... So what does a saw... Like, what does sawing off the end of the shotgun actually do for it? Makes it more concealable. 
That's all it is. It, it just makes decreases it accuracy, decreases range, but it makes it so you can hide it in okay. your shirt. Yeah, because I know it's illegal to do it. Yeah. And it's just because it becomes concealed. Yep, because then you can take it anywhere you want. It, it doesn't is, add, yeah, because in, in video games, a lot of times the sawed off is the more better powerful. Shot yeah. In this, powerful. in this case, I'm thinking the reason he does it is so that he doesn't have to prop it with his stump. Yeah. yeah. And, so and, and close quarter. They're fighting in a house. You know, you need that kind of. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it, it just, all it does is increases recoil uh, and decreases like range and accuracy. Okay. That's it. Pretty cool. My my uh, poppy, Greg's grand, great grandfather, had one. Uh, that's uh, I shouldn't say this on here. Uh, Greg Miller. Oh shit, <laughs> the guy I work with. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, one of my friends, uh, his great grandfather, we called him Poppy. He passed away a few years ago. He was a World War II vet, and he had a whole gun stock, and it's it's incredible. But one of which was we called it the Knuckle Buster. It's a sawed off double barrel, very similar to what you would see in a mm-hmm. video game, but like literally like this big because it doesn't have the stock for you to rest against. It's just a handle. Dave had shot it once, and you literally have to hold it like this. Really? Because if you hold it like this, it comes right out your hand. You you can't do anything. You have to put your hand on top of it to shoot it. I was too scared to ever try. I was like, nope! You guys enjoy the knuckle cluster. I'm going to sit this one out. I am not a tough guy. I'm okay with it. Anyways... He goes down to carve him a witch. So instead of just unlocking it, they saw the door yeah. open. <laughs> well, you gotta be. Well, he's got a chainsaw arm now. He's got to break it in. Yeah, we're in the action sequence. Okay, we gotta feel this out. Yep. And he saws it, kicks it down, and while he goes down there, which is a little interesting, the way they did the scene, I liked it a lot. She decides to stay up top and just kind of wait for him to hand him to him. Yep. Stand I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. He walks through a bunch of basement, including basement you hadn't seen before, because this house is huge, I guess. It, it always the seems was big. A, the basement was a pretty expansive place in the original. But in well, the original, so. only it ever shows is the dirt ground and the... Oh, no! It shows him going yeah. through the pipes in yeah, the first movie. It does. Never uh-huh. mind. I retract that statement. So he's going through... You're always waiting for the witch. You're always waiting for it. It's funny, because that one moment when he's collecting the pages, I was like... And he's just walking. I'm like, oh... Jump scare. Yeah. And then the skeleton pops up. The yep. skeleton of Hillbilly Jane. Yep, yep, because it got shredded. That mm-hmm. guy, was, Ted was hungry. Yep. He freaking, like, have you ever seen the people who do the chicken wing? The yeah. one bite? That's what it did. Yep. And he finds all the pages soaking wet. Of course, he hands them up completely dry. Because courteous. And like a perfect throw. Just, whoop, yeah. Just like, tosses a handful yeah, of paper he, somehow. They, they, yeah, they don't fly apart. They... <laughs> or somehow aerodynamic enough to actually uh, make it up there. Ridiculous. Well, it's one of those, like, you, you. it shows him moving like he's tossing it, but you never see it leaves his hand. And then it cuts to her, and it's just in her hand. It's just like, sort of right in her hand. Uh, and then he, she goes to straight to start reading it, and he, as he goes to walk up, of course. She's under the stairs. She's under the stairs. God damn it, Ted. Even stairs. Ted was playing the long game Even here. to this day, stairs like my stairs up to my upstairs, they have backing. It's solid staircase. There's nothing underneath it. I'm still like, oh, you staircase. <laughs> oh, I know Ted's under there. I know somebody's in there. Damn it, Ted. I told you to go home. It's the feet over the edge of the bed thing. It's always going to be scary. We've given Ted too much power. Yeah, what do we do? He's under a you know, I actually, I, I, I had a moment uh, pretty recently that actually like like legitimately freaked me out. Um, you, you've heard the, uh, it may have even been like a scary story telling the dark story at some point, I'm not sure, but it's a very old classic, like, horror story where, uh, a girl always, uh, before she goes to bed, she hangs her arm off the, the bed and a dog with, the dog licks her hand. Oh, I hate that yeah, story. I know the story, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, one night before, uh, she's going to bed, uh, she wakes up in the, or she wakes up in the middle of the night and she hears, like, some scuffling and she gets scared. 
So she puts her hand under the bed to make the sure dog. the dog's yep. there. The dog licks her hand and she gets reassured and she's fine. Wakes up in the morning, it's covered in blood, and in the bathroom it says humans can lick too. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. That is a pretty spooky, scary story. Yeah. That's like the uh, the one of the uh, people who... Uh, Car breaks down on the side of the road, they're sleeping in the car or whatever, and the boyfriend says, I'm going to go check out, and there's the scratching on the roof the whole time, and it mm-hmm. turns out the boyfriend's hung above the car and his feet are scratching the roof, that mm-hmm. sort of story. Those ones always get me. They're short, they're pretty obvious, right, once you hear the end of it, but they're still ominous. Yeah, yeah this one got me because I uh, I frequently will have an arm hang off the bed, oh, and know. one night the cat licked my hand while I was in the house. I'm going to get you who's in my house. <laughs> I know, this is kind of in the spirit, but the story about that that always got me, and this is definitely in scary stories to tell in the dark, is the one where, like, the woman pulls into a gas station. She sees, like, a creepy guy in, like, a semi-truck, oh, so okay. she, she leaves, like, real quick. The semi-truck pulls out and follows her, and then keeps flashing his high beams behind her. Uh, so she starts, like, trying to lose the guy, but the guy keeps following on her mm-hmm. tail. She finally, like, gets out of the car, runs into her house to call the police. The guy pulls, like, into the driveway behind her. And it turns out that a guy with a knife had snuck into the back seat of the car. And he, every time he flashed the high beams, he was trying to stop the guy from stabbing her because he kept rising up to, like, try and stab oh. her. Mm. Scary. Always check the back seat. I do, actually. Every morning. So that, when that's, I my, truck, that's my nightmare is someone hiding in the back seat of the car when you're just I don't even lock my truck, so if someone wants to murder me, oh, I, I never lock my doors. No. I mean, I lock doors in my house, but because yeah. my wife will cry if I don't. Franny, same way. For me, the freakiest uh, one is uh, like any like a uh, doppelganger or body snatcher one where like the have you parent. Seen, have you seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Maybe like a Whoa! long time ago. <laughs> But like a, that's a classic. A parent yeah, goes into the to his kid's bedroom. Was like, oh, what's wrong, little Billy Joe? Whatever your face. He's you like, were... oh, there's a monster underneath my bed. He's like, okay, and he looks under, and then he sees the kid under there, and he's like, same exact kid. He's like, there's a monster on top of my bed. It's like, oh, what do I do? Yeah, those ones are spooky. I hate scary stories. They scare me. <laughs> <laughs> I will never hang my feet off the edge of a bed because of pet cemetery. Still won't do it. Never will. Don't want to. Anyways, Ash gets fucked up by Ted. Right. That one's pretty, you know, he gets dragged down and he falls and then he gets up and he goes upstairs and the thing comes up after him. It is ugly. Oh, yeah. It's super, it shows its body. It's like Gamble del Toro. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. Why you take a swipe (laughs) over It shows its body, which is super deformed and messed up and they're fighting a bit and she's reading. not hurting my argument. She's reading the, that's true. She's reading the passage, and uh, I'm trying to remember how the fight goes one by one. Uh, well, it's floating around, and then it does the, the, the head thing, and the neck, then the neck. It's making monkey noises. And when he's, yeah, and when it does like the isometric camera view of uh, Ash fighting uh, Ted yeah. with the long neck thing, the animation looks like it's something out of like the old Sinbad movies or like Jason and the Argonauts. It does. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. And it's not great. But uh, for, for what it is, for the budget. Yeah, the thing makes monkey noises. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it does make monkey it's noises. It's not even like one of those things where it's like, hey, did you know how they made those noises? No, like, uh, they banged a trash can. You're like, really? No, this one's straight up like you're in a zoo. And Ash beats it by just chainsawing its limbs off. Yep. Cuts its one arm off, two arms off, then and the head off. the head. And then the head's still twitching on the Swallow your soul, <laughs> swallow your soul. It's funny because the, he needs to get his attention. It's like, hey, what? That's all you saw. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. And then he's like, swallow this, puts the double barrel in its face, and 
boom, pops that face right off, which is great. So good. <laughs> Meanwhile, at this time, House is going burst. Yeah, she, so, she has successfully read the first passage. The yeah. one that summons the demon, but not the one that puts it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Summons the so trees start breaking and smashing the roof of the house. Just destroying The tree beard flips the fuck out. Yeah, and just, then... Uh, what is definitely an iteration of Freddy Krueger at some point in the series pops out. Busts is this through the door. a big face that pops yes, through the door? A big burnt face. Yeah, it, there is definitely a point in Nightmare that Freddy Krueger does this. Or some form of it. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. This is the demon right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they've awoken the demon. And its tree hand comes in and grabs it. I mean, it. like, it Raimi cams to the house, but this time when it hits the door, it actually turns around and shows you what the Raimi cam is, and it's this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, it grabs Ash and starts pulling him in to eat him. Mm-hmm. And he's kicking it, and the lady's reading the passage, and she gets real close to the end of the passage. She's like one word away, and she when goes, suddenly. Whoa! And then she turns the around. The fucking hand with the dagger. Oh. With the dagger. It got her right in the back with a candlestick in the mm-hmm. library. It takes her right down, and she does a. Uh, I think I could still read. She reads like three more lines, falls down, and seems dead. And Ash is kicking at this thing, and he throws the chainsaw right in its yeah. eye. And then she's just blue blood. The last and then word. yeah, she's just like Nosferatu. And then <laughs> Nosferatu. And then all of a sudden, the portal fully opens because it does show you the portal starting to open as she's reading. Yeah, so it's pulling in Ash's car. But then it gets yeah. the, it gets the full suck. Yeah, the big suck. The big suck. And it's pulling everything in, and the thing lets go, and it pulls it in. And then all of a sudden, Ash realizes. Oh no, he says, "You did it, kid." And then he realizes, oh, it's going to get me too. And he starts grabbing stuff. Like, oh, I got it. The portal's still here. (laughs) Yeah. And then he he grabs the counter. The counter breaks free and it hits, it stops in the door. You've seen that where it's too Mm -hmm. wide to go through the door. And then he's like, oh, give me a break. And then then it breaks off a piece of And then it gives him a break. I believe it's it's extremely Louis Tunes in the best possible way. And it breaks. goes on an acid trip. And he gets thrown through space. It does the, the spinny green screen again, which is great. And he lands on the ground next to his car in, like, this barren wasteland. Yeah, it looks like the rock quarry where the Power Rangers always fight monsters. <laughs> it yeah. does look a lot like maybe it was, for mm-hmm. all we know. And now he's surrounded by the Monty Python crew. Pretty much. Yeah, a bunch of knights come up, and they're like... Do they say knee? Knee, 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 but I don't yeah, remember what they they're, they're like, a deadite. This is the first time anyone uses the term deadite. Yes. yes. And but, they all, they're like, kill it, kill and it. And another deadite comes flying out of the sky. Yeah, what they say the gargoyle bird, monster. They, they call it the bird or the, the flying beast What do you say? Well, something. Hey, called, I don't you, think they get, give oh, it a name. They it's call just, it something. Some weird flying thing comes out of the sky. Yeah. And, and they're they're like, like, yeah. They, like the entire army starts like scattering and running for it. But yeah. then Ash just stands up. Pulls out his shotgun. I was really, I was really hoping to, to this would be the moment because I know that in Evil Dead Army of Darkness, well, it's not called Evil Dead, but I know in Army of Darkness they call it the boomstick. Most of the lines you know of are from Army of Darkness. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this one had a few so, big ones like so the boomstick like, line. Yeah, the and boomstick the, line is specifically from so uh, in Army of Darkness he does get captured and he's held as like a, a prisoner. Yeah, and um, I believe it's right after the well scene. He uh, he. Yeah. So in in the scene he fights a monster in the well and this old guy who believes he's the uh, the, the chosen one throws his shotgun down to him and once he defeats the monster and emerges he holds up in the crowd and he's like this is my boomstick love it yeah because he's trying to explain to a bunch of people who have no idea what it is what, what it, is. it is yeah so yeah he shoots the thing down and then everyone starts going they they immediately take a knee they everyone take bends their knee like, to him the chosen one yeah and, and he's like no no, no! 
No! And, and it, it, it does zoom out, and it's the, the picture from the uh, the book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the exact picture, pretty much. This is basically just him donning on him that, one, I'm the he's, idiot. he's stuck in medieval times, and two, he is the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and three, he's probably got to do a lot of work before he can get out of this one. And the camera pans out, and boom. End of movie. End of movie. So, I want to ask a question. Does Bruce Campbell deserve to be in more things? No. Okay. I just I believe he deserves to be in anything Sam Raimi wants him to be in, and that's it. Okay. This isn't one of those like. So he just... belongs. He, so he definitely deserved the Evil Dead series. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think this is one of those discovered talent situations. I think he has a niche that he's very good at playing in. Yeah. I don't think he needs to be. Outside I, I will say that the the Bruce Campbell that gets all the, like the, the fanboys and I'm like, oh, Bruce Campbell needs to be in this, needs to be in that, comes from Ari Darkness. Okay. Yeah. Which I, I haven't seen yet. But this, the, the Evil Dead 1 and 2 is just Bruce Campbell getting thrown around a whole Bruce bunch. Bruce Campbell does have a pretty big career in B-movies, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it grew. He was in the B-movie? Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, he... I know that his career is more illustrious than I than The Evil Dead alone, but that is all I will ever probably... Uh, the Evil for. Dead is his namesake. Yeah, yeah. He is Ash from Evil Dead, not Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Which is, we were talking about at work yeah. the other day, there's a lot of actors who don't want that. I think, oh, like, I we think were talking about Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He's ready to be done with Spider-Man and stuff. Um, or Chris Hemsworth. All of the MCU, they were like, I don't want to be this person. Although Bruce Campbell has retired the character of Ash, so... Yeah. The, the, Ash was the old dead end? Yes. Okay. Season, like, four. Or yeah, and then when it ended, he's like, yeah, I... It, like, like, he's, like, more, like, petitioning now. to get it brought back, and he's like... I'm okay with it ending. Yeah, like, I think I, I, I don't old. need to keep playing Ash anymore. He is like in his 60s, so he can probably. They do it. in Ash was Evil Dead play the character off as pretty sad. Oh, they do. Yeah, like it's like he he doesn't have a good life. He no. is a oh my God. in Ash was Evil well, Dead. He is like a he 50 is, plus he is 100% person. He's one hundred percent the guy who peaked in the eighties. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he he plays the guy who peaked in high school, basically. And it never got better from there. Yeah. I mean, he is fighting. I think he still works at S Mart as like an associate, sales associate. Yeah. In the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know what S Mart is. Like, the best days of his life was when he was in the cabin fighting death. Fighting death. And that is a very sad thing. Wow. Okay. Well, I want to watch that show. This, this so we can move into the, the, the final thoughts moments. Yeah, okay. So, I have it right on Oh, here. yeah, but okay. Um,. Uh, before do we want to do final thoughts before we guess the score. Yes. Yeah. Um, th- so I said last time, because uh, I believe I said Evil Dead was my least favorite of the four we watched last time. Mm-hmm. I said it was a respectable movie that started something that is very commendable that I don't like. I think like. you had said you appreciated it more than you liked. Yeah, that I don't like. Evil Dead 2 is not that for me. Evil Dead 2 is freaking awesome. <laughs> Evil Dead 2 is a great movie. And I... Well, you had said last time, and I remember this, that your worry was that the movies were not intended to be funny and that yeah. he accidentally just stumbled into that yeah. and then leaned into it. But I think that this does prove that that wasn't really the case. No, yeah. Th- this was him like, hey, a slightly bigger budget, a story that he has the ability to retool and grow, and an actor who knows that <laughs> what he's supposed to do. Uh, a guy who knows he's supposed to get thrown yeah. against the wall. I said last time that Evil Dead 1 was enough to make me interested in the series. Evil Dead 2 is enough to make me love the series without watching anymore. I'm going to watch more. I'm just yeah. saying that Evil Dead 2 alone is kind of like watching... So, it's like watching Hellraiser 1 without watching any of the okay. rest of Hellraiser. So seeing Evil Dead 2 made you thankful there's more to watch. Yes, yes. Whereas Evil Dead 1, I was like, alright, I'll check this out. Um, I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Big fan. Two um, thumbs up. Roger Ebert. 
Two thumbs up. If I were to judge it off the other four movies we're watching, mm. I would put this as a third. Um, Yeah, third. Oh, because you know your last one. I don't know the last mm-hmm. one yet. Yeah, I don't... I, I think It Follows was the weakest of the movies we're going to watch. Oh, really? That's and I think so far The Thing was the strongest. Of the Thing is a very it's, good it's movie. Worth, it's very hard. It's worth stating that this year we are watching four actual critically acclaimed phenomenal movies. So yes. the, the ranking system when we're done at the next episode yeah. Actually, has less I, weight than last I year. I think that Jacob's Ladder was the least well-received of these movies critically. Although there was the thing about The, the Thing getting... Uh, yeah. Early at first, and then people yeah. turned around on it. Yeah. I think of, I do think of the four movies we will have watched. Jacob's Ladder is my favorite of the four. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there mm. next. Next, just because you know, I like to hear my name. This one had your name so much. I know, it was I, so much. <laughs> uh, that's why it's number two. Uh, my yeah. name's not Jacob either. What about you? But the, oh, Hillbilly don't, Jake's don't, name is just Jake. It's yes, not Jacob. It's true. Don't uh, don't rate any of them yet. Just just this one. Okay, well, this one you hadn't seen this either, right? No, I haven't seen it. Nice. Yeah. Like, That's why we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. I actually do. Uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take it. I, I I do like this movie more than the thing, but I think the thing is a better movie. Got it. That's fair. Okay, so I did enjoy this movie, uh, and I really appreciated like the comedic aspects of it. It's a lot more comes out a lot more than it did in the Evil Dead. <clears throat> but whereas like the horror genre is something like, oh, I'll watch this movie by myself in the middle of the night when it's all dark and yeah. he's scared which is like what it follows was for me this is like cabin i wouldn't go out of my what this is cabin in the woods well cabin in the woods was really good too yeah. i did actually watch that one but this is a movie i would watch with other people rather than by myself yeah so if i was in the setting with like you guys like and if we want to watch like army of darkness whatever onward i'd watch it but as something by myself to go uh, seek out a horror movie Probably wouldn't. Especially because, because you watch a horror movie and be scared. You yeah. don't watch a horror movie yeah. just to watch a good movie. Especially yep. as Army of Darkness is the most comedic of those. It's not a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's an action yeah. adventure. Yeah. I wonder if what the Wikipedia is. Yeah, what, does it pass the Wikipedia test? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, look up, check, I'll, yeah. I'll look up Army of Darkness. But just in case there. you get a Rotten Tomatoes list. Oh, just, it'll just give me all right, Army of Darkness. All right. Don't you dare ruin this. Okay. Uh, I get that. I get that a lot. There is times. It was kind of like last year. I think you said the exact same thing about Tusk. You were like, yeah, yeah it was good, but it wasn't. Which that movie, I, Tusk was scarier than this, but Tusk had some actual like ominous bullshit. Yeah, it, did, it. it did have But ominous. I think you said something very similar. So it's good to know you're consistent. <laughs> Sticks to his guns. Squeegee. It is your movie. My boomstick. Yeah, your boomstick. And obviously, yeah, I mean, it was my movie. I, I don't always just pick movies I like, but. Yeah. In this scenario. Um, this is, I, I do feel that this is a better movie than Evil Dead 1, which yeah. is a pretty common consensus amongst most people. One of those I think we'd all agree with One of that. those rare, the sequel better than the original. Um, I, like, I see where Craig's coming from, that this is not what you would get if you want a movie that really gets under your skin and creeps you out. But this is, like, this is the fun kind of, the, I, I think that there's really a... a I did have a, a jump in it. I did have one where, jump in it. So I will say it at least had a moment where I was like, holy shit. Like, this is the kind of horror where you're cheering at the screen because you just want to see more shit happen. Yeah. Not the kind where you're like, oh no, what's going to happen? Yeah. Is it going to get him? Right. And for the record, Army of Darkness is classified as a cult action. Cult okay. action. Okay. So we can't watch that in Halloween, July next year. Which just means we're going to do it sooner. Yeah, we'll just watch yeah, it ourselves we'll just and podcast it. about it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, we're going to skip the, the ranking. We'll save that for the last episode. Uh. Because I obviously I can't, I have to because I haven't seen Jacob's Ladder yet. But now it's time to guess the Rotten Tomato, tomato score. score. Uh, I'll go. Do you want me to go first or last? Go first. All right. 
I'm gonna guess army. I can't. Even, I remember Evil Dead One had a stupid. Yeah, it was like a ninety-seven. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I'm gonna guess Army of Dark or uh, Evil Dead Two has a ninety-three. I'm gonna go eighty-seven. Now you're 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 anticipating some like sequel depreciation. Like yeah. even though you feel it's the better movie, critics are going to be like. Yeah, but it didn't break new ground the way the it's, original And it's did. also Rotten Tomatoes, who obviously came out 20 years after this movie, so they yeah. had to do a backtrack. So yes, I'm going for that sort of thing. I'm going to go with a flat 80. Okay, flat 80. Mm, I'll, I'll, pay, I'll do the high answer and go 95. <sighs> yeah, All right, let's see. Price is writing me. I think he's Jay- price is writing you. All right, let's go to the top of this one there. It does not say. That's all right. I Googled it. It'd be It'll order. be right here. 98? 98? Oh, wow. Woo! Right, did right you. You prices right me. So it did actually score higher than the first movie. Yeah, so this one is a cult splatter. Nice. Mm. Oh, yeah, actually. Oh, we did that at work, so I remember that. I just wanted to see what, remember what Evil Dead 1's. Uh, Evil is a good way to This is 100% a Splatterhouse movie, so. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead original. I just want to know what the originals was. Uh, it was, not, I think, 97, 95. No, shit, that's the freaking... No, no, that's not... That's his 1981. Oh, there we go. It's just the picture I'm reminding NC-17. you of. NC-17. Oh, probably because of the tree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely because of I the tree. I didn't realize it was NC-17. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, so 98. Oh, we're, I, going to, we're going to sick of it. I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to, like, fight that at all. But I don't know if it's a 98. Like, I liked it. I, I sang praises for it. But a 98? Uh, and the thing was 84. I was just double checking that. Like, I don't know. Come on. Man. So, it's... so far, The Thing been the lowest, like, the critically worst movie we've watched? I think, I think yeah. what ended up hurting The Thing was that initial backlash against it. No, because yeah. like, Rotten Tomatoes didn't have, like, Rotten Tomatoes is all Rot- after the fact. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is after the fact, but it does aggregate old reviews. Oh, well, yeah. the old reviews. Yeah. Um, It'll take Roger and Ebert so, from the 1970s. Mm. So, I think what... It's Roger happened, Ebert or Roger and Ebert. Roger I think the Ebert. big difference okay. is that... Then it becomes Ebert and Roper. Oh, okay. Like this movie, this movie was made for its audience and released to its audience. Yeah. The people who watched Evil Dead Two knew what they wanted from this and got exactly what they wanted, so they were happy with it. Mm-hmm. The thing had a worldwide theatrical release, so it caught the critics who were looking at this not knowing what it was and yeah. being like, "I don't like this." Yeah. And John Carpenter was already an established name. He so had made Halloween one maybe of the they scariest were, movies ever. Maybe they so, were expecting it to be like Halloween and comparing yeah. it to that. It broke a lot of conventions of the horror genre at yeah. the time. So so the thing was, 70s or was it early 80s? Early 80s. Okay. 1982. I was going to say, it, we almost did it where you picked the 70s, you picked the 80s, I picked the 90s, and he picked the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, it was close. It was pretty damn close, but I, I let you down. Although, we've all seen Halloween, otherwise I would have totally been. You, have you, nope. Oh, you son of a bitch. He hasn't seen the classics. He's like, he's a he's a new age horror fan. I know. It makes my choices very easy. And in the inverse, it makes his choices very easy. Yep. I'm happy you watched Woman in Black. That makes me very happy. Oh, yeah. It was really good. Um, cause it made my skin crawl. I wouldn't have ever picked it for here. I love it, but I wouldn't have picked it for this. But, yeah, it's it's good. Every, you both should watch it. It's really good. Anyways, all things considered, two thumbs up from this guy. What's that joke you say? Who's got two thumbs and doesn't give a crap? Bob Kelso. So, with that being said, this has been Man of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. I'm DJ. And thanks for listening. And as you can see, over here we have the Man of the Machine.